I hate the fact that it's cool to be black these days. Good. I hate this hip-hop fucking influence on white fucking suburbia. Good. And I hate Tabitha Soren and all her Zionist MTV fucking pigs telling us we should get along. Save the rhetorical bullshit, Hillary Rodham Clinton, because it ain't gonna fucking happen. Open our eyes. Every night, thousands of these parasites stream across the border. There's over two million illegal immigrants bedding down in this state tonight. million dollars just to lock up a bunch of illegal immigrants, criminals. There's nothing funny going on here. This is about your life and mine. Statue of Liberty, it says, give me your tired, your hungry, your poor. Well, it's Americans who are tired and hungry and poor. And I say until you take care of that, close the fucking book. going on and I don't see anybody doing anything about it. And he fucking pisses me off. This isn't our fucking neighborhood, it's a battlefield.
What's up, everybody? How's everyone doing tonight? Thank you all very much for tuning in to the Eagles Nest. I hope everybody's had a good week and is ready to have a good weekend. I've got a lot of shit planned for this weekend, and I'm super stoked for it. So I hope you guys are going to get out and get some shit done this weekend as well. Uh, with me tonight, I hold on, let me so, so everybody can hear him. I've got Mr. Ferocious Chihuahua. Chihuahua, are you there, brother? What's up, Fashcroft? What's up, Bubba? Uh, I can. Let me turn you up a little bit. There we go. Now you should be Check good. Out. I had my now. Now you're good. I had my desktop turned down. Uh, the the last time I was on the air, I was playing that uh, voodoo wrestling shit, and the audio on it was fucking terrible. It was like screeching and weird, so I had to fucking turn my desktop down so I didn't kill everybody. But you should sound you should sound fine now. Well, I'm excited about tonight. Um, I'm looking forward to uh, laughing at the degradation of the, uh, I guess, mid to late 2000s and uh, the overall um, demonic possession and lowering of the IQ of the uh, masses. I'm going to laugh my ass off at it. Uh, Yeah, (laughs) that's a good way to put it. And that's a good way to put this first thing we're going to talk about, man. Uh, I cannot wait <clears throat> to show you guys this. When I saw this, I mean, when I, I when I saw this, <clears throat> when I saw this, I was actually at work, and I also, I almost wanted to make up an excuse to leave and just go live and play this because it was one of the greatest things I've ever seen in my life. But anyhow, what's up, family? Turbo nerd, what's up, Rock? What's up, Vet Kid? Uh, who else we got? Wiggy Dog, what's up, brother? Wiggy, you said something. Yeah, fuck Joe Biden. <laughs> That's what it was. So, dude, uh, don't let me forget. I want to say finish saying hi to everybody, but please don't let me forget. I have something I want to say about work today. It's it's it it was wild. I couldn't believe it. But uh, a couple things, funny and wild. Anyway, what's up, my awesome channel? How you doing, brother? Uh, The Rock, what's up, Bob? I think our anyway. Uh, Vet Kid, Vet Kid, did I say what's up to you? What's up, Vet? Um, Tuber fan, what's up, brother? Uh, thank you, Piper. What's up, girl? Uh, I think I've said hi to all these other cats. All right, we're gonna get on with it. So yeah, about work. So today, uh, I have been on this commercial job, uh, but it's we've caught up. We've got to where we're waiting on AC guys. We're waiting on uh coolers and big equipment and shit like that to get there. So um. We got pulled off that job. And I've been going and doing service and shit. And uh, today we went and finished up this house that some of our guys have been working on. And uh, when I got into the shop, we, well, where I was going with that is we've been going to the shop every day for the past three days instead of going to that job site. So when I got into the shop today, I actually went inside. And I rarely go inside. I usually stand outside and hit my vape and talk shit and fuck with people. You know what I mean? As they come in and out and... Like I just rarely go inside the shop. When I went in today and I saw a stack of FJB stickers <laughs> on the desk <laughs> in, the, <laughs> in the shop, and I just chuckled. I just laughed my ass off. Tuber fan, thank you very much, man. I really appreciate that, bro. Uh, so that's just started my day off good. I got a chuckle out of that, man. I left it alone. I grabbed two of them, you know what I mean, just because I wanted them. Uh, and I thought it was one no, it's just it's hilarious. It's uh, it's like a it's a, a a circle. It's like a round a blue uh, 
I, okay, I know what you mean. Like a blue circle, right? With uh, FJB in white on it. It's fucking hilarious. What's up, Rock? Uh, what's up, Bigot Smalls? But yeah, so that, that started my day off great. I got a chuckle out of that. And we get out to this house. And uh, this house is really nice, man. And, you know, we're trying to be real careful. And we're carrying ladders through. So, like, I'm watching the walls. And I notice they got some real nice paintings on their walls as we go down this hallway. And one of these paintings is like, it's not actually, it's not necessarily abstract art, but it's kind of like that. So it was like, the painting was obviously supposed to be like African warriors with like weird shields and spears because like it was like black smears with like red rats and like a brown thing and then a stick in its hand. Like you could tell what it was supposed to be. And then on the piano they had a, a like a book on the on the bench of the piano and it's pride and prejudice <laughs> or some shit like that and i see all this shit and i'm like oh god what do we got going on here you know what i mean and uh do the work and at the end of the day uh we're trying to figure out that i mean at the very end of the day we're trying to figure this one thing out and get out of the house and we go into this room and they, in this room they have a bunch of board games and i'm just kind of looking around you know what i mean uh, and I notice one of these like one of these games catches my eye, and I kind of take a double take at it, and I look at it, and sure as shit, the game said "Secret Hitler." They had a game called "Secret Hitler," and I guess there was a board game back in the day you could play, where everybody had to like draw. I don't know how it goes down, but it basically somebody was Hitler, and you all had to try to figure out who it was. You know what I mean? Uh huh. So these these people, like clue or something. I guess I don't know. I don't know. It tripped me out. That's it tripped awesome. me out. And you know the guys I work with, they're all good guys, but they're like not really observant like I am. You know what I mean? Like I could tell you tell you everything in the house. It's just how I am. I fucking observe my surroundings. I teach that. I teach my son that too. You know what I mean? Thank you very much, our Texas. I appreciate you sharing that. Uh, I teach my son to like pay the fuck attention to what is going on around you. You know what I mean? Uh. And when we all were packing up to leave, when we got out, I was like, hey, man, would y'all see those board games and shit in there? And uh, one of my guys was like, yeah, I think I saw some in there. I was like, did you pay attention to what any of them were? And they were like, no. I was like, don't worry about it. I just wanted to know. Just don't worry about it. I just wanted to know. And they were all, like, weirded out. But I didn't want to be like, oh, he had to hit. Because it wasn't, it's, it, I don't think it's a pro-Hitler thing, right? I think this is a game that, like, that, like lip fags yeah. have. Hitler's uh, a bad guy. Yeah, yeah, especially judging by the <laughs> African painting. And and uh, pride and prejudice and shit, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know what I mean? <laughs> so yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's just an interesting day at work. Uh, it's fun to get out and uh, do service and shit like that. That's my favorite type of electrical work to do, actually. Uh, other than like large scale uh, commercial or industrial, really, even even over that, I prefer doing service work. I would prefer to do commercial service work. Like, you know, going and servicing uh, equipment and machines. But either way, uh, service work one way or the other is what I prefer to do. But anyhow, uh, one second. One second. All right. Here we go. So, uh, Chihuahua, bro. <laughs> You've heard of ASM. A- SMR, correct? You've heard of this. 
yeah this this phenomenon are you a fan of <laughs> asmr no i've always kind of it always makes my face scrunch up when i see a video of it it's so weird to me that people would watch or listen to this stuff it's a very strange phenomenon to me it is right i i have always agreed i thought people you know and, and this actually what we're about to look at is going to uh it's gonna be a confirmation bias i don't know how else to say it um but i always saw people who were into asmr as like it's a mental it's a sign of mental illness if if you like that kind of shit something's not right with you right that's a weird thing it's not natural uh but um <laughs> can you see the screen i'm sharing the screen you got it up yes okay uh let me pull it up for the uh let me get the thing off here boom there we go all right so this is what <laughs> what do you think a, a, a nigger would do for ASMR. What would be ASM, ASMR for niggers, in your opinion? Well, yeah, I see the title and I see like the still, and I'm assuming <laughs> this is going to go badly. I'm assuming niggers I mean, going to get shot. No, like no, no. It's just funny. No, nobody gets hurt. I mean, Ac- accidental discharge. No, none probably. of that. No, I mean that would that would sweeten the pot, but no, none of that. Here, here let's check this. <laughs> let's check this out. <laughs> Rich in a cut, I'm in a cut, right? Can't shit, man. You know that's just a dope you know that Okay, so that pole today. Look, I got pole. He's got guns. I'm sorry for all the people that I let down by not doing as much gun vids because I've been doing role plays. And I know that this channel is predominantly gun vids because y'all just love. Here we go. <laughs> it's this nigger ASMR, guys. They sit here and cut. There's a part where he's like, got a bag of bullets. He's like, dry fire. Or no, he's pushing the safety on and off. <laughs> Oh, here it is. Here it is. Look. <laughs> He's putting a, a Ziploc baggie of bullets on the fucking microphone. Oh, my bullets and shit. <laughs> I sure do love their Ziploc bags. Look, look. <laughs> holy shit man uh only only a nigger look he's low (laughs) loading a clip (laughs) and he's still talking in that weird stupid fucking asmr voice like as he loads the magazine Yeah, that's his. That's nigger ASMR loading guns. He's going to sleep, dreaming about. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Right, AM, bullets under their bed and shit. Just ASMR is supposed to relax you, right? That's the whole point of this weird ass shit. 
So the way Negroes relax is to hear guns being racked back and magazines being loaded and, and baggies of bullets being rubbed around. <laughs> Uh, that's a, that's a fucking, uh, a, a Negro, uh, a ne- you know, those things that spin a, above a baby's cradle. What are those called? A mobile, a mobile, right? Isn't that what it's called? That's a nigger mobile, a bag of bullets, <laughs> a bag of bullets rattling around as a nigger mobile <laughs> just soothes him to sleep. <laughs> uh, yeah. So no, I don't know. I just thought that was fucking hilarious. And, uh, the thing about it is, this is the one that, that a, a friend of mine, like an IRL friend of mine, who's not even in what we do at all. They just, like I've said before, everybody knows, like, who I am in my real life, you know what I mean? Like, to an extent. Yeah. Uh, this particular guy knows I do the show and everything, but he's just... Anyhow, he sent me this and was like, dude, that's what, that's what he said. Like, in the text that he sent me, it was just like, dude... Dot, 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 dot. <laughs> and I was like, yes, bro. This is what I'm always telling you. This is, yes. <laughs> he didn't have anything to say. It's just like, dude, because look, that's his whole page, dude. Oh, my God. That's his whole page. Wow. It's just like different guns. <laughs> He's cocking and like rubbing bullets on the microphone. And he, this guy has 326,000 subscribers, man. Holy shit. <laughs> Some of these people uh, are fucking rich fuck. as shit, dude. It's fucking retarded how much money some of these ASMR people make. Dude. They are like, yeah, they are Holy something shit. else, man. It's just such a... The administ- he's learning to such strange shit now. Look at this one. Look at this one. I just This little fucking... I love that that's how he starts it. He starts every one of them like this. Listen. What's going on? What's going on? That bothers me. Richard that fucking Biden, bothers me. But look at this. It's spray painted, bro. Look at that. The Whoever he is they, that is spray painted. That Negro like spray painted song. that. Well, even if it is, whatever it is, rather it's real or airsoft, that is spray painted. Thank you very much, Beefy. Hold on. Oh shit! I just saw that, Beefy. My bad. <laughs> that's the <laughs> that's the freeze frame y'all get for just a second. Beefy says, "Uh, late night at work for me. Put a new blower motor in this geothermal unit. Put a new water heater in. Glad I got a good show to listen to. Hell with you. Well, thank you for listening, brother. Good luck with all that shit. Uh, that actually, not even gonna lie, that shit that sounds fun to me. <laughs> I would, I would." Maybe not so late, but I would love to do that. That sounds like a fucking... I like doing that kind of work. Uh, which I guess we don't need, need to listen to too much more of this stupid thing. Uh, I want to see if... I want to hear him cock it. I want to see if this is a real gun or if this is like... Or if this is, like you said, like an airsoft. Oh, okay. What the fuck? <laughs> He's racking the slide. I don't know. It kind of sounds like it might be metal. I don't know, man. I don't know. With all that nigger paint on it, I can't tell. <laughs> yeah, I can't either. It just looks like a fucking air. Yeah. And that's 100% spray paint. 100 fucking percent. That's that good crying lawn right there. 
Jesus Christ. Anyhow, uh, other than that, we do have a few updates uh, on some previous things we talked about. And then we are going to get on into the actual content for the night. Um, do you, Chihuahua, were you on the show with, uh, it was my show, White Tuber was on, and we were talking about uh, pay-per-view Negro worship and Lil Boosie, the rapper, starting his own pay-per-view. Do you remember, have you seen that, or were you on that, or watching or anything? I think I just saw um, most of that show, but um, yeah, I wasn't there. What about it? So, uh, in that episode, we were talking about Lil Boosie's uh, pay-per-view that was coming up. We played a clip of him, and he was talking about what he was going to do on his pay-per-view show. And he said he was going to do, uh, I forget what he called it, like a, a monkey a monkey stand contest <laughs> or some shit like that. A monkey staring contest or some shit like that. Basically saying he was going to do a pay-per-view where he stared at pussy. Uh, he has made good on his word. Um, I don't know if this is pay-per-view, but this is definitely him and his son on his show. Boozy gone bad. So uh let's take pay a pay per view on what? On on World Star directly or something? I have I have no fucking idea. Whatever uh whatever niggers have like I don't know. I'm sure there's probably some S like I'm sure there's some like Negro pay per view thing that we don't know about, right? So <laughs> speaking hey, for instance, for instance, <laughs> I have an I have an example of this and I man, I didn't want to talk about this until I did it because it's gonna take some doing, but for instance, there is a a a Negro Avenue that even shocked me. I didn't even realize this was a thing until, anyway. There are Negroes that write like hood novels, right? They write like they write like fictional novels about like Crips and Bloods and shit, <laughs> and like. I have a feeling- I have a feeling whatever uh, activity is depicted in this video is making you um, somewhat dread the next 30 seconds of your life. <laughs> it's rough. It's rough. So let's let's look at Boosie and his son in their monkey staring contest. Look at the pussy. Look. She, look, can we go back? I'm going to go back. Let me see if I can get Get a good look. Yes, there we go. She is spreading her pussy apart for them to look at. They are down on their knees, and this bitch is spreading her pussy apart for them. Look at that pearl. Hold on, let me see your pussy. Let me see your pussy. It's a, it's a well, okay. What you see down there? Is it a girl? <laughs> Is he also I think he's also like recording her pussy with a cell phone? <laughs> So there you have it, man. Yeah, I mean, it, it, 
it just goes on and on, and it gets really, really grotesque, to be honest. But, uh, yeah, man, so there is Little Boosie's uh, monkey stand contest, is what he calls it. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's what you have to look forward to on Lil Boosie's um, pay-per-view. And they'll let him have it, and he will become even more of a millionaire off of staring at bitches' pussies and letting other people pay him to do it. That is how Negro worship in, in this country works. And, and it, here's the deal. It won't be only... I mean, there will be a huge contingent of niggers that, that rent that and watch it because he's real big in like the black community. Boosie's one of those... You know, uh, there are some rappers that, like, blacks don't listen to, right? And then there are rappers yeah. like Boosie that they actually do listen to. So there will be a lot of niggers that tune into it, too. But there will also be a huge uh, contingent of, like, wiggers and and not and, uh, white people that watch that fucking shit, too, unfortunately. And I was like, have you ever heard of um, Luther Campbell, uh, Uncle Luke from Two Live Crew? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He, did, he did a thing. Back in the day called, um, fuck, what was it? Anyway, I forget what it was called, but it was basically like uh, his own version of like a Girls Gone Wild, where he would basically Mm -hmm. sexually assault women at his concerts, on stage, backstage, in fucking the uh, tour bus, you know, anywhere they may be. He was like fucking bitches with objects and shit. It was wild. And uh, they sold like hotcakes. The nigga got rich off of it, and it wasn't just a play. You know what I mean? It's just, it's fucking weird. It's wow. fucking bizarre. Yeah, man. Uh, but It's like, where do you even go to find that shit? Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's even beyond me. But yeah, I, I know there's that whole, man, there's so many cultures that we we just don't even know hardly anything about, but they're nothing but terrifying and demoralizing. It's like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh. uh, well, I don't think, I mean, I don't think they're fucking demoralizing. Uh, degenerates are always going to be degenerates. I think this shit is fucking <laughs> hilarious, dude. The fact, I mean, the fact that this country allows there to be a pussy staring contest on television, I mean, at this point, it's just hilarious to me. I mean, why not, why not force people, why not force like middle class whites to watch Lil Boosie's pussy stand contest and see how these niggers actually behave. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, seriously, that shit's appalling. That shit is appalling to any sensible person. And they just allow this shit to happen. Like, I, I, not, I think, you know, just like fucking I said, we should fucking uh, force people, <laughs> uh, white people to watch uh that Mr. Organic or whatever the fuck his name was, we need to force middle class white people who have no experience with blacks to force watch them watch make them watch fucking that one fucking nigger that was on no jumper, Mr. Organic, talking about praying for his dad to die so he could get money to sell drugs and knowing he was special when he got molested and all that weird shit. So you can see how these fucking people, I guess, really are. But anyhow, uh, speaking of that shit, do you remember, uh, of course you remember Who I Smoke, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, the sample that was used in that song, the, I guess it was a Vanessa Carlton? Yeah, was that, yeah, that song was huge in the 2000s. The song was fucking everywhere. So Vanessa Carlton defends a thousand miles sample on rap song Who I Smoke. 
Thousand Mile singer Vanessa Carlton took to social media to defend Spin a Benz, Wappa with the Chopper, Young and Ace, Fast Money Goon. After <laughs> after they were criticized for sampling her song in their collab entitled Who I Smoke. The artist sent a strong message on social media to support the rappers in the use of her song writing to the white folks that have expressed anger and shock over my approval of a thousand miles usage in Spinner Ben's Wappa with the Chopper, Young and Ace, and Fast Money Goon song. I invite you to ask yourself why you feel this way and then read this. Adding a link to an article from the McNair Scholars Research Journal called Sharecropping Blackness, White Supremacy and the Hyperconsumption of Popular Black Culture. Carlton further explained popular songs accompanied by white violence or tales of white violence aren't questioned. It's considered, it's considered visceral or cinematic. Uh, please tell me, Chihuahua, can you give me, can you please tell me the um, cinematic or, or uh, musical portrayal of white violence that has led to hundreds of actual murders and like fucking shootouts in the middle of the streets and like in restaurants and shit? doesn't really exist um, yeah, mr bond got got uh blamed for that guy in germany but that was yeah that obvious probably like, a fucking setup um, dude, other than that though not that really. guy's brain was fried the guy who yeah. was like doing all the fail shit he had like weird homemade guns that didn't work and uh like yeah like weird shitty homemade bombs that didn't work and when you finally see the guy you he looks like a total Whack job. He looked like he had been spun out on like meth and LSD for weeks in that original picture that you saw of him. Like, holy shit, dude. Yeah. And then they blame and, and to blame anybody but whatever whoever his handler was, right? To blame anybody but whoever that dude's handler was for that is is absurd, man. But then Absolutely on top absurd. of that, most what was that faggot's name? What was that what was that what was that what was that glow nigger's name? That, that blamed uh, Mr. Bond. He was the guy in Germany, Stein right? Something. It was Stein something. Holy shit. Was it actually Stein? I can't remember. Well, I, I guess remember. that's not doesn't necessarily, but anyhow. Chad will know. I'm sure they'll pull it up. Yeah, Chad will. Yeah. Oh, fuck, man. So, yeah, that's uh, those are the things I wanted to fucking talk about, man. Those are the, uh, the, the two updates there just fucking... <laughs> I couldn't fucking believe those two things when I saw them. I was like, of course. Of course that stupid bitch would say some shit like that. I wonder I wonder if she even realizes how many people have been killed because of those fucking niggers and those stupid songs. I wonder if the she equi- even knows. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, no. That's it. That's all I had to say. I was done. Oh, the equivalent of that, I think, for the whites nowadays is video games. Like, just how they try to do um, uh, Rittenhouse, you know? Uh that fucking cocksucking lawyer. The way he's like, didn't you play Modern Warfare? Don't you play Call of Duty? Don't you shoot guns in that game? You know, that's kind of the equivalent for what, like to try to um, pin like something on, on us. But it's like, we don't even make that shit. That's all Jewish-owned video game companies doing that shit. It doesn't have anything to do with us. So yeah, we're, we're kind of pinned all in from all directions, I think. No, 100%, man. Hundred fucking percent. Let me go. But this here. Vanessa Carlton oh. bitch, she's a Jew too. 
uh, looked it up, and then this fucking uh, paper that she links to is written by Uga Booga Nugabuga or some shit. It's Nayambura Naji from Eastern Michigan University. Take nine in chat. What's up, buddy? Uh, thank you for the library thing. He says, Stephen Belay. Yeah, Stephen Belay was the guy's name. Yeah, that guy. Look up. If you guys don't know who that guy is, look up that guy's fucking mugshot. He looks like he's fucking tripping acid in, in the fucking first yeah. picture you've ever seen of him. He looks out of his mind. Absolutely oh, yeah, out of his right. mind. Okay. Yeah, I remember. Wasn't there? There was a video of him, right? I think I saw this. If and he was like, in the USA. You hardly heard shit about that. It was no, weird. I, I remember seeing, because I think this is the guy who had, like, a weird uh, gun, he, like, a homemade gun that he had to, like, pump to shoot. It was, like, made out of a pipe or some shit like that. I think I'm thinking about the same guy. I can't remember, but... Yeah, anyhow. Doesn't really fucking matter. Anyhow, uh, so Mr. Chihuahua. You brought up a very good point the other night, and it's something I've said before, but I've never, like you said, like I've never really, no one has ever really, <laughs> that I know of actually looked in or talked about this, and it's it's a it's a broader problem that, that like, we've had. I actually uh, had a guy get all pissed off at me on Mr. White Tuber's, in Mr. White Tuber's chat when I was on Mr. White Tuber's show one time over a very similar term. Not this term, but a very similar term. We're going to get to that term here in a minute. But uh, you were talking about the fact that the term based comes from an absolutely degenerate, fucked up nigger. And yeah. it was... See, <clears throat> I was actually wrong in a little bit about the the origin of it because I don't know where I heard this but I was pretty sure that when I heard the story of it it was about his uncle who was a fucking heroin addict and he would always see his uncle junked out and like not giving a fuck what anybody thought even though he was like standing on the corner nodding out and shit and they called it like based being based you were all fucked up and didn't give a shit Right, you, yeah, you were yeah, it's you originally were. a slang, just a slang for like being totally drugged out. Apparently, yeah, yeah, yeah. See, that's where I was wrong. Uh, from what I read on this thing and from his little interview, it was about uh, originally it was like a negative thing, like they would call people based if they were like fucked up, right? If they had burned themselves right. out, uh, burned themselves out due to like smoking crack or whatever, and then mm -hmm. he he just adopted it. But I, dude, I swear. Somewhere along the line, I heard that it had something to do with his fuck his direct uncle. But for, I guess it was like a thing in his city, wherever the fuck he was at. So, yeah, you got uh, um, different uh, cities have different words that catch on in different uh, patterns. It's a strange thing, but yeah, it's a yeah, it's a thing. And then it carries on through the culture, through uh, media and art, if you can call it that. <laughs> Yeah, so here it is. What we're talking about is the term based. Uh, everybody's saying, you know, when, when people say the term based, man, and where it came from, it came from this fucking rapper, Little B. And uh, here's, the, like, the little definition thing of it from dictionary. <laughs> what cracks me up is this is... This is we're looking up based in the dictionary. Look, this, this isn't... But what cracked me up, the reason I pulled... The reason that this cracked me up so much is because this isn't even in, like, 
Urban Dictionary. This is in LegitDictionary.com. I mean, it's under slang, but still, it's funny. I, I got a chuckle out of it. Uh, uh, originally meant to be addicted to crack cocaine. Uh, was reclaimed by a rapper Little B uh, for being yourself or not caring what others think of you to carry yourself with swagger. Uh, and here it says, based has also been appropriated by the alt-right online as a general term of praise as if unwoke. <laughs> uh, slang comes from based head, a term in the 1980s to describe people addicted to freebasing cocaine, a method which makes the drug smokable. Uh, the term base Basehead became synonymous with the crack epidemic that swept the United States at the time. Over time, calling someone based was a way of saying that they were a crack addict or acting like one, especially in the West Coast street slang. So, yeah, that's where the term came from. And the term I was talking about earlier that I kind of got into, or I didn't get into it with the guy. He got all mad and, like, left the chat, I think, (laughs) like, unfollowed me and shit. Because I told people to stop talking like niggers when they were saying simp. Right, I remember as a kid hearing like Easy E and Ice Cube use that shit. Right, that's that's a nigger term. Always has been a nigger term. Just like base, right? Like I mean, that's all you don't really hear me say base. I like unless I'm like joking, right? Unless I'm being facetious about it, right? Like oh, base. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. like like that rap earlier, right? That rap we listened to earlier, base. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so like that. You know what I mean? Like I, I rarely, I don't know how. It's been a long time, if ever, that I've used that to be like serious. But someone like, oh, this guy. Like if I, like if I was to introduce somebody, like one of my buddies, to like Hate House, like this is a really based podcast. I would never say that. I would feel like a total fucking faggot if I said that. You know what I mean? I would. It's like this is really, this is really based. Uh, yeah, it's usually like a reactionary. It's term weird. For me. Yeah. Like if I see somebody do something that's crazy, I'm like, oh shit, based. But like, I don't. Yeah, I wouldn't present something like the most based it, show on the internet. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 yeah exactly. Like, yeah. 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 yeah <laughs> it's weird. It just feels weird to me. I don't know. Uh, but yeah. So that's that's the uh, the origin of this thing. Um, did you have anything you wanted to say before we got into uh, <laughs> looking a little bit think, more into the guy? Etymology and the evolution of like vocabulary of human human beings is a very fascinating thing to me, and uh, a big part of the reason why our culture is struggling right now is because it's been so influenced by like n- niggerisms. Like niggerisms have like almost completely co opted everything that we used to have, like terminology wise, slang, things like that. It's pretty impressive how. Uh, blackened everything is it's pretty wild <laughs> turbo turbo spurg fair enough huh <laughs> uh turbo spurg says hey let's just dial back the stigma a little bit there buddy <laughs> um uh who was it uh so wiggy dog the from the way i understood it simp originally before niggers adopted it uh was a term for a retard a simpleton Someone who was oh, not smart. Yeah. That makes sense. That's where it originally came from. It meant that, that you were a retard, but niggers started uh, appropriating it as they do everything else uh, as a term for a man who was like weak behind a woman, right? Weak to the, he had no will against a woman, right? He would fold to the whims of a woman, right? He was a, a pussy, pussy whipped, right? Yeah. Yeah. So. But yeah, that's another uh, uh, Negro term that has been f- wholly adopted 
by uh, young white guys. It's weird. And it's funny because it's funny for me hearing and seeing, like hearing that shit. Like the first time I saw that, like simp in a chat, I was like, wait, what? Based, I, that was a little bit, uh, I'm a little bit older than when Bass was popular. I kind of caught on to like, that at the same time as everybody else, you know, 2015, 2016, right? Uh, yeah, when I was a kid, but, people said rad. Yeah. Hey, speaking of, do you remember the movie Rad? Do you remember the movie Rad? Fuck yeah. Fucking one of the best movies ever made, dude. Rad, Gleaming gleaming the Cube. Dude, oh my God. Oh my God, dude. They were so fucking good. What's up, Belt Loops? How you doing, brother? Uh, but no, like when, when I was a young, uh, when I was a young wigger, <laughs> when I was a young wigger, I remember like the, the word simp was used all the time. And then to see that in like chats and hear people say that in these circles, I was like, wait, what the fuck? Where the fuck did you guys learn that? <laughs> Where the fuck did you guys learn that? And then I realized like all these kids listen to rap and shit. And yeah, it was kind of weird to me to hear that, uh, Negro term used in these circles. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, man. Um, it's also different nowadays because of the internet. The internet, and that's also why what we're about to go over um exists because of the internet. And uh, it's a different thing. Like so, um, this internet culture of all these people who hang out on these um boards and stuff like that, passing around ideas, and then memes catch on, words catch on, things like that, and then they get changed in meaning sometimes. And the next thing you know, it's it's like part of the culture and, and yeah, it's, it's wild, but like, that's where we're at. Yeah. And the crazy thing about this dude is like, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but of course I can't find it. Oh, I think it was in this one right here. Uh, uh we're going to watch that in a second. I want to watch, I guess now we already went over the base thing. You know, people get the fucking point of it. Yeah. So here we're going to, we're going to pull this thing up. Somewhere in this video, we're going to let this play for a minute, guys. I know usually I don't let shit play for a long time because that shit gets kind of monotonous just sitting there watching. But we're going to let this play for a minute because I want you guys to hear something. I don't know the timestamp on this. There's a point in this video where they say something crazy. I didn't even know something like this existed. And it makes so much fucking sense. And we're going to talk about it here in a second. So let's pull this up. Oh, no. No, oh not my that. God. Not that. No, that's not what I meant. I did not mean to pull it up. <laughs> okay. I did not mean to pull it up. No, I was trying to find the. Uh, there it is. It was this right here. I'm the pretty sure it was this right here. AD. Let's uh, pause this. Let me pause. And then we're gonna. Pull, I'm gonna get to the big TV. Yeah, this is yeah. a good explanation of the overall. Yeah, uh, and that thing they said about the. Yeah. The thing they say about that app that I was talking about, like that or whatever that thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll play it here. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, Ula. Yeah, whatever the fuck it was. Here we go, guys. And music is being shipped and distributed to consumers who are quick to move on at a rapid pace. Merchandise is being bundled, and aggressive social media presence is an industry standard that is being spearheaded by the hip hop genre, which is seeming to be the most influential genre to date. New artists are being introduced daily as equipment costs and quality expectations have begun to ease, and consumers are becoming more lax in reception over the years. But things may have looked a lot more serious if one influencer hadn't stepped in to change the landscape forever. Hello, I'm Kako5440, and this is what would happen to hip-hop if Lil B never happened. Boot up, Alpha. Lil B came into this world as Brandon McCartney in Berkeley, California. 
He learned how to rap using a website called OLA.com by taking hip-hop lyrics and changing the words around to reflect his own life. This Sorry, he I was me. O- I was o- he called it OLA, but I think it's OOLA is what it's called. OOLA. This nigga couldn't even rap. He put he, he had an yeah. app that changed the words of major rap songs to fit things that had happened in his life or whatever, or things he just fucking made up. I mean, you know yeah. what I mean? Things he said happened sort of in like his Mad life. Libs thing, I think, basically. It's like a Mad Libs. <laughs> All of his songs were written by a computer program. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's like, hey, have you heard of this guy? Uh, I, I'm going to do another song. Or I mean, a song. I was reading the word song and talking about it. I'm going to do another show here soon about uh, music like I did a while back because I lost that one. And I found another, uh, another Jew. Uh, other than Theodore Adorno, responsible for writing all of these fucking hit songs. He goes by the name Benny Blanco. Have you heard of this guy? I've heard that name before. Yeah, dude, he's yeah. like every hit song you've heard, this motherfucker wrote. Like he wrote it. <laughs> or, or, or if he didn't directly write it, he was on the team of writers, right? If it wasn't just him, it was yeah. him and other people writing when the song. Was he- when was he doing most of his stuff during the sixties and seventies? No, dude, no. Like this, like recent shit, like the Taylor oh. Swift, uh, Katy Perry oh, shit. Okay. Yeah, okay, shit yeah, like that, that yeah. guy. I know what you're. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about now. Yeah, yeah. But anyhow, yeah. So this motherfucker had a, a fucking machine writing all of his raps and showing him how to rap and shit. Uh, I don't really know if there's anything. Is there anything else worth watching in this? Should we play it more? I, I didn't really watch oh, a whole yeah, bunch of it. Go- no, yeah. keep it going because it, yeah, it'll tell you how he starts out and and it'll show you how he gets big and everything else. And yeah, it's worth a, another two minutes or so. Yeah, this was around 2005, around the same time when he took on the name Lil B. In high school, he made friends with one Lloyd Amadhibo, otherwise known as Young L, and they grouped up with Keith Stunnerman Jenkins and Demonte Lil Uno Johnson to form the hip-hop group, The Pack. Young L was quoted saying, B had been rapping for a while. He just had nobody to make him beats. And I didn't have anybody to rap over my beats. So we just hooked up. In June of 2005, uh (laughs) The Pack would release the mixtape, Wolfpack Music Volume 1. And the single from the tape, Booty Bounce Popper, would gain traction. (laughs) Booty Bounce Popper. In March 2006, The Pack released the Wolfpack Music Volume 2 on the social media platform, MySpace. This mixtape would have their biggest single, Vans, on it. Vans would later catch the attention of notorious San Francisco Bay Area rapper, Too Short. Yeah, and this nigger says he sucked. (laughs) That was the way he said he's like... A subsidiary of Jive Records. With this cosign, Vans would peak at number 20... That's another thing I want to point out real quick. that that A lot of people... It is really gay. Uh, and, and too short said that these, that this nigger sucked. He went into the studio and like, just would like freestyle. They called him uh, a one take Willie or some shit like that. Cause all yeah, of his shit yeah. sucked. It was weird. But, uh, what they said right there was something that a lot of the, all has always cracked me up about, um, the rap industry and the way people perceive it, right? All of these niggers think they have their own rap label and none of them do. It's always like Interscope or Universal or Sony that actually owns the rights to all the music and is actually the record label. They just like give them a name to put on the CD or, or the, you know what I mean? Like they don't have a label. This, None of these guys have is, a label. What this is, Fash, is um, a lot of what they do in um, the film industry now where 
it's fake indie shit. It's 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 under the umbrella of a big corporation, but it's you know, oh, it's just too short. Only by himself uh, put these people into uh, a position to record an album. It's like no, he no, fucking found that, him. That did not happen. Cut of that shit, and that's about it. The machine is still the machine doing its thing with this with this shit. Yeah, and, well, and speaking of the machine, I'm gonna kind of. I don't really want to watch any more of this, to be honest with you. Okay. <laughs> it, it just is too much for me. Uh, but speaking of the machine, that was a good little, that's a good way to, uh, you know, shift into this next little part of this. Um, as with all of these people that are put in front of your face, and now... People are gonna chuckle and laugh at this. I'm sure they are, but like we've, like I've always said, like even the guys at the paranormal say, like, and and anybody who knows about this shit says, whether you believe it or not, uh, these people do, and they fuck with it. And all of these people are into satanic shit. This nigger's into satanic shit. He is into uh, satanic shit. And what what these black uh, celebrities who are into this satanic shit are into is a thing called Efa. The um the bitches from Black Lives Matter and shit and them are all into it. Uh, we'll get to all that in a minute. But here we're gonna talk about uh we got little b uh little b um speaking on cursing while you're busy uh basketball for players while dressed like a fucking tranny. Notable curses here. So we're going to play a little game called Cursed. Look, that's him. They're dressed like a fucking tranny. Who have crossed you in the past, and you'll tell us if they're currently under a curse. That's not, we're not playing that. That just happened. This is real. Oh. All right. So when Kevin Durant called you trash in 2011, you tweeted, Kevin Durant will never win the title after he said, Little B's a whack rapper. Hashtag the base gods curse on Durant. Oh boy. Is KD still under a curse? Oh, yeah. KD's curse is active. He's Ooh. still cursed until he plays me in the <laughs> Look game. Look at that queer nigga, man. He has to play you in a game of 21? He has to play me in the game of 21. That's the only way the curse can be lifted. <laughs> okay. Did you make the stipulation <laughs> after the curse to lift it, or is this the reason there is a curse? <laughs> that's the reason there is a curse. Yeah. Kevin Durant actually agreed to play me in the game of 21. During the season, he went back on his word, and that's when the base guy was... And those fucking earrings. Those fucking goddamn earrings, dude. Healthy, looks like he robbed that outfit from some bitch in the 19 like 30s and like put it on. Yeah, no, he's dressed like it. Yeah, he's dressed like an old black woman at like a fucking church in the fucking 40s. Yeah, and this guy, here's the thing this guy is okay, ton, tons of the rap now is gay as fuck, and I mean, it has been, but it's it's pushed its way into the culture now and this guy was the bridge he was the mainstream bridge of this of of that shift in the hip-hop uh uh image that that is such an important thing and he made it okay to be like faggy and then yeah from there yeah and that's that is kind of wild because this was back in 2005, 2006, and this was right around the time that fucking uh, the Boondocks was out. You know um, what I mean? They were out right yeah, around that like, time. This is the glory days of Chappelle. Yeah. Um, yeah and they, and they were all talking about this shit. And at that time, 
I never really saw this. I, I, I had never even heard of Little B until recently, you know, in the last, yeah. you know, say six, seven, five. So, you know, five to seven years or so. Whatever, right? I had never heard of him. I sure as fuck didn't hear of him in 2005, 2006. But, uh, Apparently, yeah, he was out there doing gay nigger shit all the way back then, and they were calling that out. Like, the, the, the Boondocks had a whole episode about these dudes fucking dressing like females, wearing skirts, and getting their fans to do it and shit. It's fucking wild, man. That's, that's where the term based came from uh, in regards to him, is that he's based because he does whatever he wants, and it's like this super low IQ argument to just be faggy and just get away with whatever you want to do and like blow off people's opinions. And then something else is that I think people like this have like lots of, quote, fans that are basically working for whatever record industry owns this, this nigger and uh, coaxing the narrative and, and pushing loudly that they do accept him and they do love him for what he does and blah, blah, blah. And then it catches on, you know, that's, that's a, a thing that happens across the board with a lot of entertainment stuff. No, dude, um, there's a lot of fake fans that are in there to build up the hype. You're 100% and, uh, right. So check this out. I can't remember this guy's name. Somebody in the chat will, will tell me his name. I, I have, I am 100% confident that somebody in the chat will, will know this guy's name. You may even know his name. So a good example of what you're talking about right now, uh, back in, when Laurel Canyon was doing its thing, right? When the hippie movement was getting started, there was a guy, his name was like Tito, it was Tito and the Freaks or some shit like that. It was this guy, uh, this swarthy Italian looking guy, maybe even like kind of Middle Eastern looking guy that would, that would travel around with a bunch of like young women, like young hot women, and they would go into these clubs and, and they were uh, part of uh, Jolly West's crew, right? The guy who was the MK Ultra scientist that had the apartment on Hayden Ashbury. Uh, I've talked about him a couple times. But uh, they were directly tied into all that shit. And that's what they did. He would take those, those girls. Vito, yes, thank you, little nibber. Vito and the freaks. Thank you very much. Uh, I think that actually was his name. I hope you're not just fucking with me because that sounds right. Um, but anyway, they would do just that. They would go and like when one of these Laurel Canyon bands would play, they would show up and, like, you know, uh, turn the party out. I don't know what the house to fucking say it, you know what I mean? And, uh, you know, they always had a bunch of LSD and party drugs and shit, and they would show up when these, when these bands were small, right? When they were just coming out of Laurel Canyon, they would show up at these little clubs they would play as basically a fake audience for these people. And they made them big. They helped make them big by throwing these crazy parties with these beautiful women. This swarthy Italian guy, like, uh, yeah. And then it catches on, and then after yep. that, the women all want to mimic it, and the guys all want to be the guys that are involved in that group, and the rest just goes from there. Yep, one hundred percent. People are followers. Yeah. It, it, it's you know, it's how it is. And uh, if you have a way of um, controlling the narrative about something, and 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 just massive influx of. Uh, I mean, it's the internet too, so there's not even real people having to do this. It's all just accounts, you know, shouting and stuff. It's just like chat in a chat room. It's like you don't really know who these people are. You know what I mean? Same thing. It's crazy, but yeah, it's it's it was pushed big time. Um, like they talk about how he made like 150 MySpace accounts and like spread his stuff all over the place. He didn't make all those fucking accounts. You know, it's like there's there's machines working in the background, uh, pumping this nigger up. There's no way he could have gotten as big as he did, um, organically. Uh, 
I mean, he could have gotten big, but not as big as he was. And, I mean, I know a lot of people have no idea who he is and shit, but, like, this thing is, like, a phenomenon. And it really changed the way music's done now, the marketing of it, um, that throwaway nature of songs now, too. You know, how music is just kind of, what do you call it, SoundCloud rappers and shit like that? Well, yeah, and that's even what Too Short was saying about him. He was saying uh, that, like, that's the way he treated every track. He would just go in there and basically freestyle it, and he would make a hundred shitty tracks. <laughs> you know what I mean? And they would pick out the ones that was that were decent enough to be, you know, released. Basically, what's up, Mister White Tuber? Hey, we're about to go to break, bro. But the thing is open. If you want to jump on and join us for the other half, we have some funny shit to talk about. But uh, I do have to go to the bathroom. I do have to uh, take a break, guys. So we're going to go to break real quick. Uh, I found a cool-ass little cartoon. Uh, someone shared it on Telegram. I forget who it was, and I'm sorry to whoever did that, if you're the creator. If you are the creator, hopefully you put something in the uh, video because I didn't edit it at all because whoever made this should get the credit for it. Um, so we're going to uh, play that uh, new No Face Nate song. I believe it's new. I think it's new to me anyhow. Fucking that fucking hour went by quick. Yeah, it did. It flew by. It really did. And we're actually a little bit over about eight minutes over the hour, so anyhow. Uh all right, here we go, guys. We're gonna uh Oh, you ain't home yet? All right, bro. Be safe on your way home, brother. We're gonna go to break and we'll be right back, guys. Heroes of the past got a seat waiting for me at the round table. Raise a glass. I wanna fuck around and find out the Beowulf is real and ask him how the shattered in this song made him feel. I wanna please Napoleon with all my battle plans and get props from Homer for the lyricism on my jams. I wanna make the pussy white rappers obsolete and feel the ghost rumble of the Vikings when they stop their feet. Rally up the clan and drop the salesmen of war fleet. All I want is men who came before me to support me. Total domination's the only feasible fate. Won't stop till I'm licking up the plate. No. Face Nate. My soul is mine, won't settle for an easy life. Won't take table scraps, I'm a dining hell tonight. Overlords think they can die, but they bleed red. Never gonna catch me getting caught up in the liar's web. Yeah, my soul is mine, I won't give it up for nothing. Even if they take me out, at least I'm gonna die for something. Overlords think they can die, but they bleed red. I could die too, but if I do, it's with my peace. I said, except the way that I was taught, I had to be, you never could. Went rogue just like I always dreamed of. Feels good. Reconstruct these nuts, no cucking out of Jesse J. Fuck your papers, I feel up to sticking up this Yankee bank How to turn a man into a time bomb Shit talk his bloodline for 12 years Degrade him till his mind's gone but not quite, let him find out you lied out of spite And next time you try to feed him poison He just might bite Not another word from you about Chris Columbus You're just hurting cause you didn't invent the compass So typical, everybody who knows what I'm talking about Can bump this cathartic lyrics meant to be medicinal Originally, I just wanted to be respected for my perfected skill
skill White boy could be the best but gonna get rejected still Pretend these messages are shocking but remember Surrender to the system and your honor dies forever My soul is mine, won't sell it for an easy life Won't take table scraps, I'ma die in hell tonight Overlords think they can't die but they bleed red Never gonna catch me getting caught up in the liar's web My soul is mine, I won't give it up for nothing Even if they take me out at least I'm gonna die for something Overlords think they can't die but they bleed red I could die too but if I do it's with my peace said <laughs> and now we're back guys now we are back and i'm not muted jeez man chihuahua are you there brother holy shit i am three three years <laughs> in st three years in still can't figure out the fucking mute system huh <laughs> holy fucking hey, i did shit. that on the last kvetch game i had it muted uh, for 30 seconds i was being like yeah, a dumbass lady, yeah. man <laughs> Uh, what it is is, I mean, honestly, this is gonna sound really retarded, but it's just true. I just need another screen, right? Mm -hmm. That's just I need a screen that I can dedicate to my streamlabs, like my broadcasting software. So I've got so much other shit going on. I anyhow. I don't know. Different strokes for different folks, right? Yeah, I've got two now. Jesus. Yeah. I can't, yeah. I just no, got I, one big-ass fat one. That's it. I don't understand how y'all do it. Like, <clears throat> WhiteTuber does his shit off one screen, and I just I do yeah. not understand how you do it. Window overlap gang gang. Sir. Holy, yes. Yes, that is. Window <laughs> overlap gang gang. <laughs> the only thing I use window overlap for, or the only thing I try to use window overlap for is, like, I will, uh, like when we're in the middle of a conversation, I'll bring up my uh, voice modulator and my drop thing mm -hmm. over the chat because you know me, I'm retarded and I'll read the chat and completely forget what we're talking about. So I'll cover the chat up <laughs> a lot of times. So I don't. Brandon fucking... the Great says just the mute button needs a screen of its own. <laughs> yes, exactly. Brandon gets me right. He understands. I need a yes, yes, <laughs> yes, a screen with a huge thing that just flashes. You're muted or like on air. Right, like they have in studios, right? Like the thing that they have up in the air that says yeah. on air that flashes at them. Uh, I'd love to have like some old school 80s audio video inputs on and off, you know, like with the old big ass buttons on them and shit, and like on off and shit. You could wire it all, but yeah, whatever. That would be fucking cool, man. I would like to, uh, have you seen the, the Sam Hyde uh, like YouTube videos he does where he sits there and talks with that guy, Nick Rochero or whatever the fuck? The car guy? I don't know what the guy. I don't know. They, him, Sam Hyde, and some other guy have a YouTube thing that they do. Anyhow, uh -huh. on that, like the 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 setup that they have, like the studio or whatever the fuck you want to call it, where they are, the, what it look like, where it looks like they're sitting, has like a bunch of old like tube TVs from like you know probably, oh I'd say the seventies to 
the late nineties, early two thousands, right? Just different kind of tube TVs, and they've got them all tuned to like uh, either uh, some of them they have tuned to where they're like. Remember how back in the day you could do the tracking thing where the screen would just roll really fast. Sure. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, when you're trying to steady the signal in, into yes. the tube. and it was just... Yeah, ro- okay, yeah. yes. So they have some of them set yeah. to where, like, the tracking was just rolling. They had some of them set to where it's like the... Uh, remember back in the day when the TV used to go off? Like, I remember when I was really young, when I was, you know, you know, maybe 10 and younger. Maybe even older than that. But the TV used to go off, right? After, like, 10 o'clock, they would play the national anthem, and the TV would go off, and it would go to the color bars, right? And it would have just the color bars up there, so they got one of them set to that, and uh, it just gives it a, like a retro kind of old school look. It looks badass. I would like to have. I would like to build something like that. I've got I a whole VHS thing. VHS aesthetic. VHS aesthetic is the shit. I yeah. love that. No, one hundred percent, man. Uh, one second, guys. Four by Yeah, but I, I'm a sucker for all of that kind of shit, right? Like, I like the grainy uh, look to, like, old VHS mm-hmm. shit. I like the sound of tape and record, right? I like yeah. that, like, static, that air that's in the record, right, that you hear. Like, you, there's that inherent static in a record. I love that sound. You know what I mean? And there's a warmth uh, that tubes generate in sound uh, that digital doesn't really have it's 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 a thing it's it's pretty cool yeah old uh, tube radios and stuff man those things are freaking neat i don't even know if i know what that is bro to be honest with you i would be bullshitting if i was just like yeah fuck it. those were awesome because <laughs> I, I can't like I... yeah it's like the old radios like you turn them on they're like furniture like the old big ones and well even the 70s and 80s ones were like that old tube ones like the old like uh uh, Japanese sets and stuff like that. Like you, you turn them on and it would take like five, ten seconds for them to warm up. The tubes have to warm up for the radio. Uh, I remember that on like big TVs yeah. and shit, huh? Yeah, we use vacuum tubes in the in the electronics to to run certain things. Did and, you know? Uh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Huh. No, go ahead. Oh, I'm about to completely derail everything we were just talking about. Oh, it's fine. Yeah, we we're supposed to be talking about little B, I guess. Anyway, so. Yeah, we'll we'll get to that in a second because you just you you triggered my autism. Uh, you were talking about vacuum tubes. I just saw this maybe a week or so ago, and I meant to bring it up then, but I never got around to actually talking about it because there was nothing. Really. Anyway, do you remember the old Nintendo glove, the Power Glove? Yeah. Do you know how that thing worked? Um, it's wild. I can, I don't understand. I this is these are the things that let me know I'm dumb. Right, learning about this stuff is what lets me know I am fucking retarded, because well, I would have never thought of a thing like this. It didn't really work that good, though. It was like a piece of shit. It was like a total piece of shit. Like I remember one rich kid in the in the like in the neighborhood had one, so other kids would go over there to like use it and shit, you know. And like it was all gay, like it would like barely work and shit. Like you're supposed to use it to like like do steering and shit, and like it didn't even do what it was supposed to do. Well, it like barely worked half the time. Do you know how it functioned, though? Just listen to If you don't know how it functioned, it, it might be a little bit more impressive. At least it was I to me. I think it had a gyroscope in it or something, didn't it? Possibly, but that wasn't the main function of it. I'm sure it had something in it to have a tilt sensor, but the way that you controlled that thing was each, the way it tracked your hand was 
each finger had a tube with a light shining through it. And the end of the finger basically had, uh, or, or the receiver basically read that light. And as you bent your fingers or moved your fingers, it would track the amount of, that sensor would attract the amount of light coming through there. And that's how it tracked your hand and shit. Huh. It was, it's just was like, genius. You know what I mean? That's just, just genius to me. Like, I would never thought, hey, guys, let's shine a light yeah. through a tube, and then it'll allow us to track a motherfucker's hand on a video game. You know what I mean? Like fiber optic shit or something kind like that? Kind of, yeah. Early, like, early yeah. stages. Yeah, early stages of a huh. thing like that, maybe. It was really... I think everybody should go look it up, how the Power Glove worked. It was really fucking cool. I'm an, I like shit like that. Like, one of my favorite uh, YouTube channels is a thing called um, Smarter Every Day. Have you ever seen that? No. Oh, dude. Everybody should everybody should go watch that and subscribe to Smarter Every Day. He's probably going to shit himself. <laughs> if he ever hears me like, endorsing his channel. <laughs> uh, Nazis love your channel, guy. Um, but no, uh, it's fascinating. He does all these weird little like physics and science experiments and shit. Uh, it's really cool. It's really fucking cool. It's a fascinating channel, man. Do you mean people with fascist beliefs are human too? Is that what you're putting across, Fash? I mean, speak for yourself. Are, are, are I'm, I'm more human too? than human. <laughs> uh, shit. Fuck around. But yeah, man, uh, where were we at on Little B? You got anything else on Little B? I did have this. I had this pulled up because I was going to talk about, you know, uh, we kind of just glossed over um, the curse thing. And... Uh, there's not a whole lot to say about it, but I just want to point out like how many of these these fucking people every everybody that gets put in front of your face is into this shit. Everybody that is a mainstream celebrity is into some weird ritualistic magic. All of them. 100% of them. Uh I got this video here. I showed it a long fucking time ago. Let me get this off there. This is the leader of Black Lives Matter talking about uh the weird witchcraft shit she's into. Where the fuck is that goddamn screensaver? There it is. Somewhere right in here. And without further ado, Patrice Colors. Oh, no, this is her doing the ritual. Yes, this is her doing the ritual, I think. Yeah, look at this shit. I've been saying this prayer before I was born. And actually, a prayer I learned from my ancestors. And it's a prayer that they learned from their ancestors. And that prayer starts with, we are not safe here. We are not safe here. But we live here, and so what? What do you do with that when you're not safe in a place that you live in? You figure it out. You fight for your safety. You cry. You mourn. And you cry again. And you stand up. And you figure out how to be safe. Yeah, so this this whole this whole shebang goes on for a while here. Like you, we're taught by our ancestors. There's also another. Look, she's got like some thing swinging there. There's also another video. I don't want to go dig it up either, but there's also another video of her doing one of these weird rituals, and like people are standing around, and like it's like a an event, right? Like it looks like people bought tickets to this fucking thing. Uh, and they're recording her and shit. She's got these big, like, fucking tattered, like, demon wings on, doing all this weird shit. <clears throat> uh, but yeah, that's the, that's Patrice Colors, one of the leaders of Black Lives Matter. Um, 
Here's another one where they fucking talk about how using hashtags, using hashtags is a part of, because in in their weird uh, African satanic shit, um, let me turn this down real quick, calling out the names of their loved ones or whatever, their lost ones is part of their ritualistic beliefs, right? So here, they're going to talk about it, right? Right? Here, I think. Let's see. Yeah. We become very intimate with the spirits that we call on regularly, right? Like each of them seems to have a different presence and personality. You know, I laugh a lot with Waikisha, you know, and I didn't meet her in her body, right? I'm her through this work. It's it's a it's a very important practice. Um, hashtags are for us are way more than a hashtag. It is um, literally almost resurrecting a spirit so they can work through us to get the work that we need to get done. I... So now all that say their name shit makes a little bit more sense, right? Always over and over and over, say their name, Breonna Taylor, say their name, George Floyd, like all these niggers that have gotten killed and they want you to chant their name, they hashtag their name. This is all a part of their weird Negro Satan worship. I started to feel personally connected and responsible and accountable to them. Um, both from a deeply political place, but also from a deeply spiritual place. And um, always, you know, in, our, in, in my tradition, you offer things that, that your loved one who passed away would want, you know, um, whether it's like honey or tobacco, things like that. And that's... It's or so white flesh. Not just for us to be in direct relationship to our people who passed, but also for them to know they we remembered them. Um, I... Yeah, but anyhow, I don't want to go too much further into that. So, but yeah, what I'm getting at is you may think it's silly little B talking about cursing people, but all of these niggers do that shit, right? They're into that kind of shit. All, and white people too. But the white people uh, are into weird satanic shit. The Jews are into weird satanic Kabbalistic shit. Uh, all of these people that are famous, that are into these, that are put on TV for you to worship, are into weird, fucked up shit. A lot of that stuff typically involves some sort of uh, homosexual activity, too. 100%. Usually that corruption, and then also the blackmail potential and things like that, too, that go along with it. Um, But the super, super degenerate, upper echelon of society that is calling shots and is basically like the manager class, which is what you were just showing here. This is like manager class of, of BLM. But I mean, same thing. Um, when you get to super high levels like this, it starts getting real twisted like that. It's, it's a way of keeping you in line, but it's also a way of, uh, um, keeping everybody, um, on, on the same, on the same, um, I line of, of, of thinking, I guess, you know, well, the same it's, twisted way of thinking keeps you corrupted. Well, I mean, it, man. it's kind of like being a Jew, like when you're or like, look, like when you're a Jew, um, you're instantly going to like defend another Jew. Right. So like these Satanists and like these higher up motherfuckers, like they talk cryptically in certain ways and things like that to like indicate to each other, like that they're you know part of the club and like they will instantly all protect each other too. Like that's, I mean, that's how chomos are all getting away with everything. Cause they're in, always protecting each other. Well, these like, this isn't 
all like out like okay for instance <clears throat> first of all in my personal opinion evil is real that shit is a real thing right that is a real energy that is a real presence that can overtake people and present itself uh i'm a christian i believe that right so that being said you can watch video after video after video after video of these rappers talk you can watch uh there was um i don't even know if you can still find this because of what spotify did but once upon a time hopefully there will be somebody in the chat who also saw this but there was an episode of the joe rogan show where billy corgan i think is his name the singer of smashing pumpkins yeah the bald guy right he was on there and on that he talked about the same thing Basically, that crunchy black of three six mafia talks about. Oh yeah, he was talking about the music industry and all the fucked up people and shit. And he and says, and he says pretty much the same thing that Crunchy Black from Three Six Mafia said. He said, when evil approached him, he saw a man's face shift in front of him. And Joe Rogan was like, "Wait, what do you mean?" He was like, "The face I was looking at." was not the face I saw after the shift happened, right? Basically, he basically said he watched a motherfucker shapeshift. He saw the devil, basically, is what kind of what he was getting around to, right? He was like, when evil first approached me, I saw a man's face shift right in front of my in front of my face or some shit like that. This was on the Joe Rogan show. Uh there's still that I don't know if you can still find it. People can go look around for it. But he's talking about this. He was talking about the evil in the music industry and he was talking about that happening. And he was being quite literal. He wasn't doing like some metaphor thing. Uh, yeah. And then you go and you watch the guy from Three Six Mafia, Crunchy Black, talk about um, when the devil first approached him, and he talks about how when it first approached the other members of Three Six Mafia, and how it approaches you in the form it needs to approach you at to get like to you the easiest, right? He presents himself in the way he needs to to win you over, right? Uh, the devil shows you what you want to see, kind of thing, and he says it happens to everybody, and. Uh, there's also like <clears throat> the interview I've actually showed on the show of Ali Vegas talking about going to get signed and having to go and going to this party uh, the day before his record deal signing. And they tell him they want him to go holler at him up in this room. And there's like dudes up in there butt fucking and he leaves and then never gets signed. Same thing happened to his cousin who was about to sign a, like a modeling deal. He was going to be like a uh, uh, what's that black model guy. Uh, fuck, I can't. One of these black models, he was gonna do that thing, and the same thing happened to him. And like, he was talking about how his cousin, when he turned down his record deal, basically, when he didn't want to go do that weird shit, um, his cousin was giving him a hard time, like, what the fuck are you doing? Why are you throwing this all away? And he was like, dude, I don't want this that bad, right? And <clears throat> I guess the, the you know, later on, this th- the same thing happens to his cousin when he's about to get this modeling co- uh, contract with some big modeling firm, I guess. Uh, I can play the, I can go find the uh, video. I could play it again. Uh, anyway, and the same thing happened to his cousin. He went to this big party. Uh, that fucking guy was there. Goddamn. Tyson Beckford. There you go. That's his name. Tyson Beckford and all of them. He was going to be signed to the same model- modeling agency as Tyson Beckford. Oh, Tyson, and, that was the yeah. nigger they sold everybody in the 90s that, yeah. Oh, this, yeah. So, this nigger's so pretty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This, this blurple, yeah, this blurple Negro's handsome, yeah. Get the fuck out of town. But no, he, he was going to be signed to Tyson Beckford's little group of, of gay black guys that 
uh, get t- pictures taken of them. Uh, and he went to this uh, party before he got signed, and or before he was supposed to be signed, and they did basically the same thing to him. Like, hey, uh, they want to talk to you up in the room, bud. And he was like, no, fuck that. Uh, <laughs> I'm not sucking no dick to get on a fucking magazine cover. And that's how it is, man. All of these people are into evil, degenerate, fucked up shit, dude. Chihuahua, are you still there? Yeah, yeah. All right. But yeah, uh, where were we at on on the little beat? Oh, let's let's listen to yes. Now that we've got all that out of the way, let's listen to some little B music. Yes, let's finally this, expose our audience to yes. uh, the this uh, go ahead phenomenon. Yeah, this the is phenomenon. one you did not send me, but I found, and I just found to be. You know, wholesome. Uh, if I was going to introduce my young child to a form of music, this would probably be the first track I would pick. <laughs> You're counting down the seconds until you can speak Hold on, let that, me right? mute this till this shit's over. Uh, this is wild. And even the picture that's on the thing is just absurd. But yeah, here we go. This is... Uh, well, we'll just let it play. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. Yo, bitch is thick. I'ma pray for her. All right, all right, all right, all right. Goddamn, bitch thick. I'ma right, pray right, for all her. All right, all right. It's your boy Lil B, man. We out here in New Orleans, nigga. Fucking with it, you dead. I'ma pray for her, pray for her. That bitch is thick. I'ma pray for her. <laughs> hey, praying for some pussy. I'ma pray for praying some for pussy. some pussy. I've been praying for some pussy, amen. Oh, Lord. Ooh. I'ma pray for some pussy. I'ma pray for some pussy. I've been praying for some pussy, amen. Oh, Lord. Like some gospel fucking. I've been praying for some. Praying for some. Thick hoes, thick hoes. I've been praying for some. Bad bitches, bad bitches. I've been praying for some. Thick bitches, thick bitches. I've been praying for some. I'ma tell you about this thick bitch that I know. Better in church than she was a hoe. I'ma tell that bitch got a holy butt. I'ma tell that bitch got a holy butt. Damn. I said that bitch so thick. Thank you, Lord. I said, ho, I'ma pray for you. Thank bitch. you, Lord. I said, that bitch so thick. I said, <laughs> J. <"J-J-J-J-J-J-J-J-J-J-J-J-J-J-J-J-J-J-J-J-J-J-J-J-J-J-J-J-J-J-J-J-J-J-J-J-J-J-J-J-J-J-J-J-J-J-J-J-J-
what's the term? No rhyme or reason to any of his shit. Like, it's just all over the fucking place. But it always has this constant, like, center hub of, like, degenerate just mindset that it, like, latches onto and, like, springs away from and, like, lashes out in different directions just well, randomly. That's, so, that's uh, be- I'm sorry, go ahead. If you, I, I, I'd suggest playing um, that one. Um, this is the one that got him big, because then we can get, and then we could read, read some lyrics after that. But like, this is the one that got him big. You should play uh, the Wonton one. Okay. Yeah, that's I got it. Yeah, one. that's fucking hilarious. The early one was when he was like first getting real big. This is when he um, really, really blew up, and and he was just like everywhere on the fucking internet and then it became a thing like to hate him but then like it became a thing to like him because everybody hated him and that was like part of the appeal and it's it's just so fucking low iq it's insane it's so fucking dumb this is like one of the most this song will literally make you dumber but let's just well it really it really when you listen to this song you can tell, like, uh, the Olan or Ola or whatever the fuck it thing. You can tell, like, that's what happened there, right? You can tell he just, yeah. like, plugged, like, my dick and, 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 and pussy into into the fucking Ola software. And it spit out this song. He's like, my dick, pussy. And he was probably, like, eating yeah. wonton soup at the time. He's like, yeah, my dick. It, it, Pussy like and wonton soup. Lyrics machine. It's like a nigga slot machine for lyrics. It's, like, it's basically what it is. This is the result of like niggers doing or being into Satanism and doing like psychedelic drugs. This is what happens. Like this song. We're gonna have to wait. We're gonna have to inevitably wait through the fucking thing here. You know they have ad blockers. You know. Oh, that's funny. I was just talking okay. about slot machines. I'm a little no, you never heard this before. You never heard this before. Trap yeah. <laughs> I love that. I love it. You never heard this before. Trap, trap, trapaholics. <laughs> I love that. So fucking retarded. <laughs> I'm surprised there wasn't air on here. Let's put a fucking air on. Uh, yeah. The build up for this. <laughs> How is there not a fucking air horn in that? They fucking Dude, you need failed. the tuber nigga horn. <laughs> 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 Here we go. Buckle up, chat. There it is. There it is. Praise God. You swag to the maximum. Swag to the maximum. Praise God. Oh, God damn, praise God. Oh, God damn. Then I drop my roof. Smell like wonton soup. Smell like wonton soup. Did he say smells like wonton soup? I can't figure out. What he says on the first one. The second time, he's like, then I eat my wonton soup. But the first time, I think he says it smells like wonton soup. I can't really make out what he's saying there. I think he says, like, oh, it's also normalized mumble rap. That's the other thing this did. Yeah, because he's just saying shit. Oh, he's mumbling it. He's barely, yeah, barely he, understand what the fuck he's saying. You have to yeah. hear him for a while before he can, like, really understand what the fucking mumble words are. <laughs> yeah, it's bass. That's, that's so bad. It's fucking bass. Let's go. Keep going. It's fucking bass. Eat that wonton soup. Swag like I think he said. I think he said swag like wonton soup. You ain't no. Yeah, fuck my car. Then I fuck your bitch. <laughs> 
Okay, I can't do much more of it. Holy shit. Bitch, you suck my dick because I got three panky rings. (laughs) (laughs) Holy shit, dude. Smell like wonton soup. (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, shit. So, um, here, I'll I'll pull. Let me pull up this. And send it to you again so you know which one it is. And then we could read this, dude. This is so fucking retardedly just insane. Um I wanna bring I want I want to renormalize the reading of absurd rap lyrics. I have some that I uh from music I listened to when I was younger that I really want to read online because they are fucking absurd, man. This I listen to destroy the audience. <laughs> I still, you know, I still have some of that shit that comes up on my Spotify from when I was younger, uh, and I listen to it now, and I'm like, Jesus Christ, man, no wonder I got into so much trouble, you know, like with the garbage in, garbage out thing, you know, and I mean, uh, there's also a lot to be said about the studies of, of, you know, music actually has the power to change your DNA, Uh, you know that, right? There was a study done. Everybody can go look at it. I don't. I don't want to pull it up right now. But you no, know, <clears throat> yeah, vibrations, frequency has a lot to do with it. But actually, the 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 cadence and the intention in the music. So, uh, they've actually found that it can it can like uh, change the DNA in humans, but it also affects like plant life. <clears throat> There's a famous uh, study that was done where a guy played music, three different kinds of music to. Uh, pl- Hold on, just a second, man. I need to. My throat's getting all raspy. Getting raspy, nigga. Shit. Talking about all this nigga yeah, shit. Yeah, my, my Uncle Ruckus voice was coming in. I was, uh, <laughs> I was about to start talking. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, um... What the fuck was I talking about? Niggers. Well, of course. <laughs> of course I was. Of course I was. I totally lost my train of thought. I completely fucking forgot what I was talking about. Jesus Christ. Uh no, that wasn't actually me scratching. Uh, I have a, I have all of this stuff on my fucking computer. That's it. Yeah, you're talking it's all just, about music. Just a music and DNA. Oh yes, there we go. Thank you. Uh, plants, the plants, the fucking plants. Yes. Um. So. There was a guy uh, who played like classical music to one set of plants. Uh, I think just like I forget what kind of music to another set, and like the other one was death metal, right? There was like, and the death metal actually wilted the fucking plants, and the classical music they grew healthy under. Uh, so like, there's that. But there's also a study out there. You guys can look it up. Just Google "music changes your DNA," and it's it's real. It's popular. It's not like a fringe thing. It's like a very it's a well accepted deal. Uh, so yeah, yeah heard a lot uh, about that. so listening to the shit that I used to listen to, it's no wonder I was as like violent and erratic as I was when I was younger. Yeah, it influences your energy for sure, and fuck yeah, yeah. First I park my car, then I fuck your bitch. Smells like wonton soup. <laughs> this fucking shit also uh, normalizes that monkey sound shit, dude. That whoop for no reason, like whoop whoop. 
I that, see. That came from this, like normalized. I seen it. Just nigger monkey shit everywhere. I seen a short, like almost like a gif. It was a short video, basically pretty much a gif of like some dudes freestyle rapping. And like the sound in the actual video was muted. But every time they would like put their hands up and start rapping, it would be like, ah, 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 ah. It would start chipping like fucking, it was fucking hilarious, dude. Yeah. Like chimps fucking hooting back and supporting each other, man. Did you uh, get but, the link yeah. I sent you on Telegram? Uh, I will right now. No, I was running right. my fucking mouth. You know me. It's a website you gotta click on, but Lil B, Lil B, it. yeah, O five, Lil B, O five, fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> you wanna, you wanna read the first verse? Yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. Take off. All right, um, bitch mob, bitch, what it do? I make your bitch fuck me. Real street nigga, so I probably wouldn't trust me. Stay with the Glock, with the nine, or the musket. I'm face. the face god, so your bitch wanna fuck me. Bad coke deal, so we call this shit husky. Looking for a lassie. Can <laughs> we keep going? <laughs> yes, please. Infrared dotted shotgun looking classy. Red dots on the boy like a game. Shout out to bitch stone. I'ma make Twitter. <laughs> yeah, like it, that's the thing. Like that's how yeah, hold, time out, time out, time out. This is what I'm talking about. Like it's so obvious that this is like spit out by like some computer. You know what I mean? This is like speech to text. Right? It's like, you know what I mean? Like when you speech to text and it like doesn't fill in certain words. Like for me, I talk fast. So a lot of times when I use speech to text, it'll like skip words because I kind of talk a little bit faster than speech speech to text can keep up with. So that's uh-huh. like what you could that's like what's going on here. Like this computer program didn't spit out a functional sentence, like a phonetic sentence. It's just like read I want to I'm going to read that again. Listen to this. Red dots on the boy like a game. Shout out to Bitch Stone. I'ma make Twitter. I got dope and stones. I got business stones. Pretty rich rock star. I'm a rolling stone. I got rows of stones. I'm rolling, homies. <laughs> it's just like, what the fuck is going on there? Fucking little B. Yeah, I just knew the lore, or, or I guess I was actually kind of wrong. I was only wrong in so insofar as, like, it wasn't, I guess it wasn't about his uncle, and it wasn't about heroin, but it was still about drugs and being oh. a fucking drug addict. Dude, I'm pretty sure, though, that I saw a fucking video of him talking about his uncle being fucked up on heroin and being all junked out and not giving a fuck what people thought about him, and that's what thought made him take up the idea of being based and based meaning not giving a fuck what people thought about you and so on and so forth but dude this is like some shakespearean shit though dude come out <laughs> fuck this bitch well shakespeare was black raid your home this is my time i'm a fucking shine niggas out west with the vicious grind fuck the boss nigga the bitch is mine won't break her back the bitch is mine watch your bitch Fine. The bitch won't survive. <laughs> Jeez. 
Jesus. I'm a fucking like them. Speaking of sliding, you feel me? Credit card and slide them. <laughs> speaking of the bitch not surviving, side note, uh, this is like serendipitous. Speaking of the bitch not surviving, and I hate to talk like this. I hate to be so crass and 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 um insensitive. I mean, because this is kind of brutal. But anyhow, uh, little B dresses like a homosexual and does weird homosexual. Uh, take it easy. Uh. Bet kid, be careful. Um, Little B does homosexual voodoo shit, dresses like a homosexual. Young Thug, the guy who wore a sundress on his album cover, yep. his baby's mom or wife or girlfriend, whatever uh, version of a, of a spouse he has, um, mm-hmm. was just recently shot and killed over a bowling ball. Hmm. That yeah, like yesterday, black. yesterday or today, I just seen it come across uh, my YouTube feed. Uh, there was yeah. a confrontation over a bowling ball in a bowling alley, and she was shot and killed. So yeah, the can't put, uh, can't put niggas in check. Niggas uh, are, you know, yeah, yeah. Something about monkeys, mon- something yeah, about monkeys, monkeys in jungles, right? Literally create life or death situations over like a fucking bowling ball, like dude. the most mundane. And you know what it was, right? Shit. You know what it was, right? It it was like either one of two things: either someone like walked up and grabbed her bowling ball and used it, or they were like both reaching for the same bowling ball because you know, like these niggers didn't right. like own, you know they don't own bowling balls. They're arguing over the bowling ball that's offered to you. Those shitty bowling balls at the bowling alley. That's what yeah. they're arguing. This is what she died over, right? This is how insane yeah, the, the Negro mind is. is. So low, they can't wait for the bowling ball to like come up out of. The yeah, thing. what thirty <laughs> seconds? To steal the bowling ball from the other nigger, and then the other nigger chimps out. Um, they probably ook and eek back and forth, and then one of them goes and gets a gun, and then blick it. Waited twenty it. minutes. Yeah. This is how psychotic Negroes are. That's why I say all niggers are serial killers, uh, or potential. Yeah. They have, they have, they are, they are, uh, uh, uh. uh uh, incident away from being an absolute serial killer. All of them. Uh, 20 minutes. Because they have surveillance video of this all, right? These niggers stayed so mad and wanted to, and wanted to take a human life over a bowling ball so bad that they sat outside for 20 minutes and thought about it and still didn't think like, oh, okay, maybe I'm not going to extinguish a life over a, a community bowling ball. <laughs> no. They said that they yep. probably got they probably got even more angry, and wanted to like you know uh, you know what I mean she's lucky how she got was shot and not didn't get brutalized in some way because they sat out there and stewed and got more a- violently angry. Just the simple concept of like waiting in line is hard for them. Well, and it, and 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 they will turn that into a life or death situation. They'll take your yeah. life over that. They'll get impatient and they'll try to step in front of you, and then you'll be a guy like me that's like, hey, dude, no. And then I die, right? Because Negro yep. have gun, right? And that's the way that shit happens, man. They will absolutely turn a very simply innocuous situation where most normal human beings would just go through this, uh, these functions uh, flawlessly. They will turn that into a place where you have to fight for your life, 100%. Yes, they are, The Rock. They are fauna, yes. Yeah, and there's, I mean, there's no lie here. This is not some fucking fantasy fucking theory that we have. Like, this is just simple fucking observations and not getting our narrative from Jewish television. 
Dude, in my old apartments, I watched a guy get beat completely out of his T-shirt. He was running so hard from these niggers. He ran out of it. They tried to grab him by his T-shirt. <clears throat> He'd finally gotten far enough away from him. He could get a few, like, get to running. And they ran and grabbed his T-shirt. And he was so scared and running so hard, he just completely ran out of his T-shirt and took wow. off running. And they were all laughing. They beat the, that guy. Probably was never the same after that beating. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, he got beat that bad. My apartments were rough as fuck, though. Uh, yeah. Like, yeah, that changed that guy's life, right? Either facially or mentally, right? He either had to have some sort of surgeries or his brain was never the same because they fucked that dude up bad. He was knocked out a couple times by the time he was able to get up and get away. and get... It's because niggas are savage wow. like that, man. The shit like that. Dude, I've seen people beat unconscious and their head stomped on and shit over a payphone. Because when I was growing up in my apartments, there was two payphones. And they were, I mean, take your chances. Do you really need to use the phone that bad? <laughs> Do you need to call that motherfucker that bad? Because there's a payphone if you're fucking, if you've got a gun or a knife, like if you're brave enough. Like, yeah, yeah niggas are brutal, really man. scary ones that, that roam around all like, almost like invalids. And they get drugged out or, or drunk on some shit. And they just roam around looking for a confrontation. And then if you're the unlucky or, one... Or the strong army, right? That's why I yeah. am the way I am, right? That's why I am as confrontational as I am to people who, like, I've... And that's why I say it's so important for, like, <clears throat> like the, the conversation White Tuber and I were having a while back uh, about making sure your kids have a, as much social interaction as possible because you have to be able to read nonverbal cues. When I, see, when I fucking sense somebody as a threat, I treat them as such until they have giving me a reason not to, right? And it's because of that, because niggers are always trying to, to strong-arm you in those situations, right? They'll, they'll try to ask you for a cigarette or change or if you got weed or whatever when you live in these places, oh. right? And, and if you tell them no, yeah, dude, they'll, gra they'll grab your pockets. They'll try to reach their fucking hand in your pockets. They'll push up on you. They'll try to intimidate you out of your shit. And you just have to eventually learn to just be brutal with these people and, and aggressive. And then they'll they'll just I mean if not treat you with respect they'll just not fuck with you right they'll just they leave will you try alone. to booby trap you in fucked up ways that you wouldn't think that would be normal like the I mean they they'll try to murder you for uh, something you're selling on fucking Craigslist or some shit you know oh all the time I've over never silly felt shit shit to nigger, like niggers ever silly shit like earbuds dude like like headphones like fucking wireless headphones and and fucking uh, uh, video game systems. Killing people over that shit. Yeah, cell phones. Fuck yeah, yeah. It's it. That's a thing. That's like a whole fucking file cabinet at a at a police department in a. In oh, in every city. in every city, one hundred percent. Oh, yeah. what, I mean, it happens every day. I'm not gonna say it happens every day in every city, but it happens multiple times a day across the country in major cities. One hundred percent. One hundred percent keep up with a lot of that black violence shit and so many of those are ones where they went to sell something to some niggers and then they fucking do some stupid ass ambush on them i mean let's yeah. think about yeah. it this is just going to be a guess what would you guess how many like uh you know major metropolitan like cities you know negro infested cities do you think there are in in the country let's just uh, just a rough guess because you got to think about this there's there's three in fucking Oklahoma. One of them is not so big, but two of them, Tulsa, mm -hmm. there's, you yeah. know, there's Lawton, there's Oklahoma City, and there's Tulsa. Tulsa and Oklahoma City are fucking brutal. Tulsa has its own goddamn first 48 contract. <laughs> you know what I mean? They shoot this. Seriously, go look up the first 48. Half the shows 
are in Tulsa. It's brutal there. It's absolutely brutal in that place. Uh, and that's Tulsa? in the and that's in Oklahoma, dude. Yeah. So think about that. Like think of how many big cities like that there are across the country. There has to be a hundred. There has to be a hundred people killed over earbuds by niggers today, easily. Yeah, if you're going off that, I mean, you've got at least 150 to 100 cities in that size range, and uh, yeah, fuck yeah, you got it at least a, you know one or two a day. Fuck yeah. And, and here, but here's the thing though, I mean, does it not count if they don't die? You know, fuck that. No, I'm just telling. Yeah, I mean, let's, oh yeah, oh yeah. And then don't die. You know what I mean? Like, and that's some bullshit too with like the fucking violence numbers. It's like it's all murders, but it's like how many people almost get murdered and don't die that we never even fucking hear about because fucking Jewish press. It's fucking yeah. crazy. Yeah, one hundred percent, man. Like the and and those. Not only the people who are attacked and brutally beaten that it's not really recorded, and think about the ones who like are never reported, right? Yeah. People who you know might not necessarily be involved in a criminal act with the Negro, but maybe are on the wrong. You know, there are uh, you know working class whites who don't deal with the cops. Are people who right? just know cops don't give a fuck? Right, they just don't deal with don't the cops. They're not going to, no matter what happens. Online. Yeah, they're don't just not going to submit the story online now. Yeah, That's how fucking bad it is in most cities. Yep, straight up. So there, there are a lot of this shit that just don't go reported because people have been poor and they've been treated like shit by the cops their whole lives and they just don't deal with them. They would rather just deal with it on their own or not mm-hmm. deal with it at all, right? Mm-hmm. So think about that. You know, just that right there is fucking... Yeah, yeah it's brutal, man. Are, are told by their fucking overseers uh, and you how know, to uh, handle certain things and uh, the fucking lackluster and swept under the rug nature of all this shit is so fucking sad and it's destroying them too though it's destroying police departments how many fucking cops got murdered last year like blacks just literally walk right up to them and shoot them in the head oh there was there was one come out of oklahoma city today i mean the cop lived but um oh i just well i just saw the video today i think the video just started going viral today it was out of oklahoma city uh, the cop didn't die, but he walks up to this black kid and he's like, "Hey, uh, you got any weapons on you?" He's like, "No, nah, man, that nigga was tripping. He drunk." And he's like, "Oh, okay. Well, relax. Uh, I'm gonna pat you down real quick." And he goes to pat this nigga down, and he turns, and I don't know how this cop did not get shot in the face. God was with this cop today, because or that day, I should say, because that nigga turns around and you see the gun in his fucking body cam. Here, I'll pull it up. We'll watch it. Yeah, I saw that. It's crazy. And yeah, on top of that, his nigger aim was so bad. It's kind of crazy where the guy ends up getting shot. It's yeah, up. yeah, but it's just like, <laughs> and that, and but that's how they are. You know what I mean? That is how they are. <laughs> Here it is. For his head and fucking. <laughs> yeah, but like, I mean, obviously, he had to have had like a high point or something. I mean, I don't, I, I don't understand the physics of that. But maybe I'm just uh, being, maybe I'm just being hyperbolic. But like man, it, out, but. it's yeah, dude. That's what I'm saying. It looked mm-hmm. to me in that video like his fucking face got blown off. Let's see what the chat thinks about this. This is in Oklahoma City. Uh, you know, speak of the devil. We were just talking about it. So here we go, guys. Oh, of course. You got oh. any weapons or anything? Nope. What's going on with him? Oh no, he drunk, bro. I'm trying to work. Hold on, man. Y'all in the mud? Let me figure out what's going on. I'll get yourself. You got any weapons? Can I pat you down real quick? Make sure you don't have any weapons. Here. Don't reach for nothing. Oh! Like how he did not get hit in the face right there. 
And, and, and this nigga's too stupid to use the... He can't even drive the car. You hear the engine revving. And watch this shit. He, like, put it in neutral or something. He's and running, was trying to drive he's off. Running, uh, down 21st. Find a brown house. Start in. Yeah, yeah, dude. He had to drive and then fucking got back out of it after he got hit again. I don't know! He had to shoot up his own car. What a... <laughs> I didn't even think... <laughs> Chihuahua! <laughs> I didn't even fucking think about that. He didn't fucking waste his own car, huh? That's probably why that motherfucker didn't run, huh? I didn't even think about that. I just... Yeah, he hit that guy a few times, apparently. Oh, no, yeah, that dude's dead. Yeah, that nigga's dead as fuck. 17, start him so I'm hitting the right leg. Did you hear that? You hear how hard his adrenaline was rushing? Yeah. He, his, his leg wasn't even hurting, and he realized that. So he's like, hey, am I hit in the face? He didn't know. Like, his adrenaline was rushing so hard, he didn't know if he'd been shot in the face yet or not. Or, or not yet. Yeah. Uh, because, dude, I'm telling you, man. Look, there's that uh, Negro laying there dying. Uh, he does succumb to his injuries later. He ran into somebody's backyard. Just and, another day in Oklahoma, man. Jump hey, what's up, Mr. Uh, Wyatt Tuber? How are you doing, brother? Thanks for jumping on, man. Yeah, there? man. Sorry I came so late. Just got home and shit. But yeah, I played this video earlier. Just another you day did? in Oklahoma. Huh? Yeah, I, I, and that's what I was just telling these guys. You know, uh, Chihuahua and I were talking about... Well, this is a long progression. We were talking about how blacks will kill people over silly shit like earbuds and PlayStations and cell phones and shit. And uh, I was talking, we were discussing how many cities there were across the uh, United States and how many times this actually happens. And I was saying, like, you got to remember, in fucking Oklahoma, we have an absolute slaughterhouse. Tulsa and Oklahoma City and Lawton are fucking meat grinders, dude. They're brutal. And then this, we started talking about this. And here we are. Yeah, and you're right, dude. Just another fucking day in Oklahoma. And these three big cities, there's shit like this going on multiple times a day multiple times a day it's literally it's weird when when you know about this shit like this and like you see it in in your own areas right uh because i you know like i've talked about before I, I lived in tulsa when i was younger through my teenage years and shit and moved out but uh knowing that area and knowing how it is and knowing how violent it is i was actually having this discussion <clears throat> with a, a buddy of mine irl the other day about how when you're young and you're involved in that shit it seems like a, uh, what's the term, like a microcosm, right? It seems like just something you're living in. And then when you get older, you realize, oh, no, these people are fucked up like that, and these places are everywhere, right? It wasn't just my neighborhood that it was this fucked up. Uh, you really start to realize how bad things really are, right? When, when you have stuff like this, when you have the first 48 signing a contract with the city of Tulsa, Oklahoma, because there are so many murders there, like, there's a real fucking problem, man. Look how stupid that Negro looks on the ground with his hands on the air and shit. <laughs> like he's trying to do a slam dunk or some shit. Play stupid games, you win stupid prizes, man. Yeah, I, 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 I think he, look, chat, like, I think he looks great saying. like that. Hey, uh, Wiz, I think oh, he looks yeah, great like that. He looks good. <laughs> <laughs> I think he looks fucking great like that. <laughs> Martha, we got another goddamn dead nigger in the backyard. Call the police. <laughs> He must have saw a dead nigger storage sign up front. So he yeah. was just like, I better go. Well, he, well, he, he, was Martha, trying to, he was trying to make it to that trash out. can. He didn't quite make it. You know? <laughs> <laughs> he tried to yeah, yeah, he's trying to make it. <laughs> Where's God? Where's God? Uh, the way they used to be. I go uh, out to put out my cans and my recycling bin. There's a goddamn just dead nigger laying there. <laughs> 
Yeah. You know that dead nigger like was bleeding all over that recycle bin, like trying to hold himself. No, up, look, you can see, you can see where he's blood. You can see him bleeding out. Yeah. You can see the blood around him there. Uh, he's fucked up. But I mean, that's what you get. I, I still don't understand how that uh, cop was not shot in the face. So did you, did you see that? What Mister Whitetuber didn't it look to you like he got shot right in his fucking face? Yeah, but niggers can't aim. Yo, yeah, he I'm shot him in the leg. You have to get the fucking upgrade to Odyssey, bro. I could not listen to your show tonight on my phone at all. Because I didn't even know there was an upgrade. Yeah, because you're getting throttled for the people who upgrade. As soon as I upgraded, my shit started working. What is an upgrade? What? Is, what? I know. It's retarded. Look at my name. You, look at my name. Look at my name. I'll it's got the gold I'll, thing, huh? I've been wondering what that gold thing is. What is that? Yeah, you got to pay them a tax. You got to pay them uh, like 20 bucks. Badge. Yeah, you didn't know. You didn't know about you the Jew badge yet. Oh, yeah, look, uh, badge. or you won't work on cell phones. See, it's fucked. Get out of badge. town. Yeah, get the gold one. Oh god, how much is that? Fifty bucks. Better, <laughs> yeah, go ahead and get it, John. It's only eleven dollars and shit. It'll make you oh, money better. Oh, I man. Wow. Yeah, because it's a shame, bro. I'm, I'm kept trying to listen to you. It just was lagging, 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 lagging. Just like everyone was saying about my show. And then this show, this week, it's been good, right, Chihuahua? Yeah, yeah. You you, you kind of dip down a little. And I think it's just because of your own internet, but that's it. Yeah. Right. But but, yeah. the, but the Odyssey. It ends, no, it makes up. sense. Yeah. It makes sense. They would throttle people not on the dole. That makes sense. Right. Yeah. And that that I mean, only makes sense, right? I mean, I figured that was happening before. That's why I was assuming. Holy was shit! Uh, oh, hold on, just a second, guys. Out the coins because of the whole whole uh, SEC thing. Hey, hold on, just a second. One second, guys. Rowdy, are you still here? If Rowdy's still here, thank you very much. I'm trying to find your thing. I just saw your, your donation. Thank you very much, bro. I'm trying to find what you said. I hope you're still here, man. Thank you very Yo, you much. Want power chat, bro? After the show, I can help you set it up if you want. That shit's super easy. Yeah, I don't know what that is, but I do want it. That's where they can say shit across the screen, right? Yeah. Yes, I think that would yeah. be hilarious for my it's chat. So to, I think it would be like hilarious for my chat to be able to do it. It's like, pew, 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 pew. <laughs> like, All right, yeah. Adolf Hitler says, I hate niggers. And she's like, so <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll set it up. I'm waiting on my uh, thing to pop up, uh, Rowdy, and I'll see if I can read um, read what you said. Dude, thank you very much. I appreciate that. But... uh. I think now yeah, I don't now I don't know where we're at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nick's stupid, right? Am I right? Oh, hey, how about this? Since we're done with this, we're done with little B. We're done with silly um Africans who get themselves shot in dumb ways. Uh did you guys did you, uh Mr. White Tuber, did you play the propagandinator? Did you talk about that? Arnold Schwarzenegger, no, his, I his address. That, bro. I had like a fucking thickness for it. I had like a fucking aneurysm once already. I don't want to look it. It's, it was too much. It was way Did too you much, watch bro. it? <laughs> I haven't watched it yet. I watched it in full, bro. I was fucking my jaw. I, watched- <laughs> I, was, I was disoriented. I was disoriented. I couldn't figure out where I was, at what time Punch it was. It was, it, was, it, was, it was. it was the most cuck shit. I've ever seen in my life. I was saying this morning, like Pornhub has nothing on this. Pornhub is like a child's play compared to that video he put out this morning. You know. So, uh, I'm just gonna pull it up for everybody who hadn't seen it. We're not gonna watch it's too much of it. Brutal. It's- so Arnold Schwarzenegger sent out a message to the Russian people that they're being lied to and the war is illegal. So this is what I saw. To it? No, I, you know me, bro. I'm I'm just like you, bro. I, I want nothing to do with this Ukraine-Russia shit. 
I think it's, like I said, it is a it's Jewish so intramural war. It is funded by Jews on both sides. It is a Jewish war to destabilize Europe. And when there's no good guy, Russians, or not, I don't want to talk about Russian people. Vladimir Putin is a Jewish puppet. Voldemort, whatever the fuck, Valens- whatever the fuck his name is, the faggot who de- dr- dances in gay S&M porn, uh, the president of Ukraine is a Jew. Azov is funded by the Jew Igor Kolomoisky. You can look that shit up yourself. It's a 100% Jewish war to fuck over Europe. So I just don't plug into it at all. I, I have no interest Bro, in it. So when this you know, shit comes out, I don't watch it. But today I did see, it, it caught my eye that I saw this. I saw Vladimir Putin had a message to the American people that the gas prices weren't his fault. And I also saw that, I guess, Russia or somebody has put a deep fake out of uh of uh, Zelensky telling the Ukrainian people to throw down their weapons. So it's just like it was a huge propaganda day for, for the Jewish uh, intramural play that's going on. Uh, no, I haven't Alex seen any of this. Literally, in this video, he informs you that his father fought for the Nazis in Stalingrad. And then he continues by saying he had a picture of a Jew Russian growing up in his house just to piss his father off, and how it, 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 it was—he wow. cursed his own father. Jeez. I'm like, he's like, I love Jews so much, so don't say I don't <laughs> love Jews in Russia. Uh, I, I mean, it, it, it's grotesque. It, it, it. Gym shirts stink. They fit terribly. The oh, son of a bitch! You motherfucker! Oh. All right, the we're designs gonna have to are this. There Hello, everybody. And thank you for sharing your time with me. Here we go. <laughs> I'm sending this message through various different channels to reach my dear Russian oh, friends boy. and the Russian soldiers serving in Ukraine. I'm speaking to you today because there are things that are going on in I, the world hold on. I'm sorry. that are being kept from Who the fuck is this guy? Right? I mean, like, come on. Like, who the fuck... What you, you know who he is? What, He's what a father you... figure for millions of fucking millennials who didn't have one. Yeah. Right, so this is... A, right, exactly. Exactly. Well, you guys kind of ruined that. But not really. Yes, this is America. This is exactly what I was about to say. This propaganda is for Americans. This yes. isn't for Russians, right? That's right. exactly what I was going to say. This is not for fucking Russians. This is for Americans to buy further into this stupid fucking play they've got going on. Yes, this is not for Russians. No Russian... Gives a fuck what this faggot says. They don't give a shit what fucking Schwarzenegger has to say, dude. This is ridiculous. Yes, this is made for the, the American public. You're right, exactly. That's what I was going to get around to. Uh, but yeah, there we go. Terrible things that you should know about. But before I talk about the harsh realities, let me just tell you about the Russian who became my hero. In 1961, <laughs> when I was 14 years old, a very good friend of mine invited me to come to Vienna and to watch the World Weightlifting Championships. I was I'm in the audience somebody, when bro. Yuri Petrovich Vlasov won the World Championship title, becoming the first human being to lift 200 kilograms over his head. And somehow a friend of mine got me backstage. All of a sudden there was a 14-year-old boy standing in front of the strongest man in the world. I couldn't believe it. And he, he reached out Jewish. to shake my hand. <laughs> I mean, I still had a boy's hand. He had this powerful man's hand that swallowed <laughs> me. But he was kind. 
And he smiled at me. <laughs> and he smiled and he at me. <laughs> never. I went home and the pictures photo of both my dad inspired me when I started lifting weights. My father told me. He started lifting weights because of the Jew. Yeah, yeah, because, because the Jew smiled at him. The Jew smiled upon the young Nazi boy. No, and he no, just. He cursed his father. Look, I went home and put his photo above my head. You see that part? Yeah, look look at the look at the hate on his face for his look, dad. My father told me to take down the picture. You see look that at that there? hateful look at that hateful face. Look at that. Gross. And now he's attacking his father for telling him to take down the fucking Bolshevik in his house. <laughs> in his house. Find a German on Austrian hero. He got really angry and we argued back and forth. He didn't like Russians because of his experience in the Second World War. You see, he was injured at Leningrad, but the Nazi army that he was part of did vicious harm to the great city and to its brave people. Wow. But wow. Down. Wow. The fucking Russians at Leningrad were a brave city full of brave people. Amazing. <laughs> no, this is great. No. Yeah, definitely not Jewish <laughs> partisans. I think I'm going to throw up. <laughs> Oh, uh, fuck. But I did not take down the photo. No. No. Look at that. Look at that fucking scout. Don't you want to punch it? You know what? <clears throat> now, I am so happy that that nigger drop kicked him in the back. Do you remember that? Me too. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember yeah, when that nigger dropped? Play, play the nigger drop. You deserve <laughs> the nigger drop kick. <laughs> Give me the link. I'll play it over and over and over yeah, again. Yeah. Give me the link. We'll yeah. play the loop the rest of the show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, because it didn't matter to me what flag Yuri Vlasov carried. My connections to Russia didn't stop there, by the way. Oh, it actually deepened when I traveled there with bodybuilding. Did you hear the thunderstrike when he said that? Met all my Russian fans. He's there with Johnny Knoxville. <laughs> He's literally there with the guy from Jackass in that picture. Holy shit. I remember I met Yuri Vlasov once again. It was in Moscow. Did you say Yuri Vlasov? In the filming of Red Heat which was the first American movie allowed to film in Red Square. Now, he and I spent the whole day together. He was so thoughtful, so kind. So yeah, look at that. Did you see that beak on that fucking Jew? Yeah. He gave me this beautiful blue coffee cup. I feel like that's hell cursed. Look, that's why. Cup. Look, he cursed look, him. Look. That yeah. cup, that cup has, has Kabbalah magic attached to it. And that Jew cursed him to be a golem. For the rest of his life with that Ooh. weird little Jewish cup. Replay that. Replay that. Replay that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, that's no, what that, happened. No, seriously, that, that's like that's insightful, sir. We are. Now he and I spent the whole day. Look at together. that nose, he was boy. So thoughtful, so kind, and so smart. He shook and, his hand. Course, Look here it is. He, took his hand. he gave me this beautiful blue coffee cup, and blue and white, like the fucking Israeli flag. Hand. What he's saying? Well, Hold on, pause. He's saying this Jew. Not only are Jews my heroes, and the reason I, I work out, this is he's lying. He's lying. <laughs> listen, yes. listen, 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 listen. Nobody cucks out this hard, boys. <laughs> Nobody cucks out this hard, right? So there's something going on here. I. He was governor of California. This guy's controlled as fuck. Bro, but bro, no one cucks this hard, though. As I'm saying, this is like be, be, you don't need to cuck this hard. <laughs> His Mexican son must be like like in trouble or something. You know what I mean, boys? <laughs> they got yeah, they got his kid, they got his kids kidnapped. They got yeah. his kid somewhere. <laughs> I mean, there's no way you cut this hard. <laughs> I cherish this cup this Jew gave me 30 years ago, and I drink coffee out of it every day. 
That's, that's and my, my my single source of inspiration was a Jewish strongman smiling upon my yeah. face. Yeah. <laughs> that's why I yeah. Because a Jew shook my hand and smiled and at me. Oh shit! Oh my god. <laughs> Oh, that is shit. great. What do they have? You know what? He, he, yeah. They must have some dirt on him. This is mm-hmm. maybe because they have some dirt of him fucking a boy or something. No, 100%. That's what I was going to say. He's got gay has, face. He is a faggot. He's 100% had think sex he's with gay men. And he had, they have the abuse tapes. They're like, Arnold, we're tired of you. You're not cooking hard enough, Arnold. What's up, Gaines? How you doing, brother? Gaines says he jerked off on a Jew picture in his room for years. Yeah, he jerked <laughs> off. He jerked off to a picture of that bare-chested Jew muscle man that <laughs> smiled on him. <laughs> Holy shit, dude! Wow, this guy loves Jews. Uh, but yeah, this this like I said, man. This and you guys nailed the hit the nail right on the head, right where I was going with it. This was written by a Jew for Americans. This is not. This was never meant to reach. Look Russians in, 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 in any real way. Yeah, exactly. You know? Of this a thing Jew is, taught me how to have sex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A, a Jew taught me how to jack off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when the Jew smiled at me, he, I just yeah. immediately wanted to beat off. Yeah, fucking. Nothing but the in, like, and respect. And, like, yeah. That's what years like, of, of homosexual sex, yeah, happens, yeah. Like, his whole identity is working out. He contributes everything in his life to the Jews. Him He's working all washed out. out. He's all Him working out, out, boys, everything, his career, everything <laughs> that followed was because of this Jew who shook his head. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and smiled at him. Smiled at him. He was very kind. For the people of Russia. Uh, the strength and the heart of the Russian people have always inspired me. And that is why I hope that he will let me tell you the truth. He wants to fuck Russia. Ukraine and what is <laughs> yeah. Hold on. Basically, he's saying here, I, I, I really want to fuck Russia, but, but... But, as a long-time friend is, of but. the Russian people, I hope that he will hear what I have to say. And may I remind you that I speak with the same heartfelt concern as I spoke to the American people when there was an attempted insurrection on January 6th last year. <laughs> In a loud crowd, know, storming know, the U.S. capital, trying to overthrow to our government. You see, there are moments like this that are so wrong, and then we have to speak up. And it's exactly the same with your government. I know that your government has told you that this is a war to denazify <sighs> so Ukraine. Denazify Ukraine? This is not true. Ukraine. It's a Doesn't country with the a Jewish president. Yeah, he's Jewish like, denazify Ukraine. Azov loves Jews. This is not true. <laughs> by the Nazis. You see, Ukraine did not start this war. Neither did nationalists or Nazis. Those in power in the Kremlin started this war. This is not the Russian people's war. Well, shit, that's the end of the video that I got. Yeah, that's the end of so, Yeah, it just oh, loops okay. after that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God! Well, there you go. You have it. The propagandinator uh, is at it. You know, spewing his horse shit. And the, I mean, the the propaganda that I saw today. I mean, like I said, I never talk about this shit, but I saw it and I was just like, holy shit! This is too much. Fucking uh, deep fakes of Zelensky saying, "Lay down your arms." Fucking uh, Putin 
uh, giving messages to the American people that the gas prices aren't his fault, and then Arnold Schwarzenegger fucking denouncing his family lineage and praising a Jew that smiled at him once. And the whole right is at each other's throats over this shit. Still. Yeah. Fucking Nick Fuentes had a debate with Destiny over this stupid shit. It was so boring. It was boring. It was really boring. It felt like I was listening to, like, uh, I don't know, like, uh, Ronda Santas versus, like, fucking uh, Chuck Schumer or something. You know what I mean? It's because you were. You know what I mean? It's because you were. <laughs> that's exactly what you were listening to. There's literally no fucking difference. Literally, that's what I'm saying. It literally was, dude. Both of them, dude. It was retarded, dude. This whole I mean, fucking it, thing. Everyone's. Um... Yeah, I mean, like I said, I, I just really have no interest in it at all. I said all I had to say about it. Anybody who's buying into that has obviously bitten the Jewish hook. Anybody's buying into either side of that, man. Uh, like I said before, I don't even want to go over it all again. If anybody's interested in what's actually going on with Russia and Ukraine, I've got a video in my replays down there called Ukraine Gay, Russia Gay, or vice versa. The, the best way me. to understand this, bro, is this, like, it, like, do you realize that, like, when Jews, like, take over, it's not the end of the story. They go at each other's throats. Like, my, the biggest example was fucking... Um, was when they uh, kicked the Romans out of out of uh, out of uh, Jerusalem, right? What was the first thing they started doing? They're at each other's throats. The city was at war, and then the Romans came, arrived, and they all became friends again and started working against the Goyim. I don't. You know, right now, the Jews r- rule the world, and so I don't fighting over the fucking shit. I don't think that's impossible, but that's not what I personally think is going on. I think this is a, a war that's funded on both sides by Jews to further destabilize Europe. They have successfully fucked the Middle East. The Middle East is wrecked and is going to be wrecked for decades. It's over with over there. It's done. They've done their job there. Now they're moving on to Europe. Africa is never going to have its shit together. That is just destabilized, destabilized by nature. They should still be in. They should still be Bush people. I think uh, it's literally a destruction, bro. That's I think, I think it's too. I think it's there to destabilize Europe. That's my personal opinion. I think this is too, uh, a two-sided. Uh, uh, Jews funding this on both sides. Uh, through the Ukrainian government being run by a Jew, through Igor Kolomoisky heavily funding Azov Battalion. Igor Kolomoisky is a Jewish energy billionaire. He made his money in the uh, working for the energy department of, in uh, Israel. Uh, he's the one who funds Azov Battalion. Uh, Vladimir Putin has Boris Spiegel, uh, Arkady Rottenberg, and his brother, and uh, what's the other one? Alexander Kaufman, all up his ass. Right, it's, it's it's a Jewish thing funded on both sides in order to, to further destabilize Europe. Have you seen these fucking these images of the Ukrainian refugees showing up in Europe? They're all niggers. There's like a there's like a famous picture going around of like this cop standing there with a Ukrainian refugee. That might even be here in the states. I think it was in Europe somewhere, but it might even be here in the states. There's a cop standing there in this house with like these Ukrainian Ukrainian refugees, and they're all black. And this cop look on this cop's face is like, oh, what the fuck. You know what I mean? It's just that's my opinion, man. My personal opinion is this is a destabilize a destabilization effort by Jews to further destabilize Europe. That makes sense. Oh yeah, and white suffering. Lots of white. Yeah, suffering. yeah, and white death. Yeah, and just and just yep. hordes and generations of young white men being slaughtered and fighting. The, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Fucking sick. But man, guys, yeah, I gotta. I got to start wrapping it up and get out of here. I have a lot of shit to do. I have to jam out of town tomorrow morning. 
So, uh, yeah, I got a lot of shit going on tomorrow, man. But yeah, thank you guys very much both for coming on. And Chihuahua, thank you for the little B content. That was hilarious, dude. That fucking yeah, queer nigger. Hell yeah, boys. Good show. Yeah, man, it was fun. Thank, thank you for jumping on there at the end, Mr. White Tuber. It was fun to sh- yeah. shoot the shit with you. Uh, you guys got anything you want to say on the way out, Chihuahua? Chihuahua's got to have me on a show, man. We should just do a, a kick it a show, Chihuahua. It was like some clips or something, you know? Yeah, yeah just talk shit. You soon and, uh, we got to figure something out. Yeah, man. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, Odyssey.com slash at ferocious chihuahua. And uh, uh, I'm going to be on Night Nation here in like five minutes, I think. So nice. Oh, no he's shit. Gonna, he's going to interview me, whatever that means. I'm going to watch that. <laughs> I'll be there. No, he's a good he, Yeah, he, he's he's fun to talk to, man. He's easy to talk to. I've been on that I a couple smart. times. I don't, I don't like doing shows about myself. It's why I am a retarded ass dog like it's not about me it's just about no yeah I, I told him that too he's just gonna like pick your brain bro he's not gonna like ask you know what i mean i told him that too it's like, it like an interview interview it's more like him just t- asking you questions about what you think you know what i mean yeah right on but yeah i'll be there i, I know what you mean right it, 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 what's there to ask me right it's like <laughs> you know it's like <laughs> i'm just an asshole yeah mm-hmm. i feel you Hell yeah, man. Yeah. Well, thank Thanks, you for John. coming on, uh, Chihuahua. It was fun shooting the shit with you, brother. Mr. White Tuber, uh, thank you, Art Texas and uh, DeWitt and Cosmic Pepe. Thank you guys very much. Um, Tuber, you got anything you want to say on the way out of here? No, man. Keep up the good work, man. It's good stuff yeah. as always. Oh, yeah. Thank you for coming on, man. And have a great weekend, brother. Uh, guys, uh, I hope you all have a great weekend. Go out and do something. Be active. The weather's getting nice, right? No more excuses yeah. to be in the house. Um, I myself have gotten lazy. I had to like promise my guys that I would quit being lazy. I had missed sparring for like <clears throat> three weeks in a row. Just went back this weekend. Got to get back in the gym. It's time to get back active. The 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 weather is no longer hindering us. I hate being cold. I don't like the cold weather. Uh, contrary to popular belief, I have to work in that shit. So uh, yeah, I get kind of lazy over the cold months. <clears throat> but yeah, get out, get active, start doing something, man. It's good for your mental health. It's good for your physical health, uh, and it's important. Uh, you can't change a community if you're not part of a community. As always, guys, take care of yourselves and take care of each other. One people, one struggle. God bless y'all, family. Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. You're cool. And fuck you, I'm out. Right.